What would you say you do here? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. There are no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. I meant to actually do a shot or two of liquor before the show. Well, why don't we just do it now? Do you want to just get up and do it now? Yeah, just bring. Okay, what, so what, what liquor you, do you have in you, mind? I don't know. You can. Well, what would you like? I'll do as I normally do and carry the show. So. <laughs> <laughs> I like how we go back and forth on making exactly that same comment. Um, for like uh, vodka or tequila. I was thinking scotch if you had some. Yes, you have a. Sh- Don't tell me you have no anything because you have so much fucking liquor here. It's not even funny. This is the second best liquor store in town, and you don't even have a license. Paul doesn't like to drink. Paul likes to guzzle. Well, car. So cartoon casual is back. Talisker, yeah, go ahead. You can talk. Talisker, fucking don't bring any goddamn blended scotch over here. I'm better than that. <laughs> now he's looking. You got any uh, Lafroig over there? No, I really don't know when my. Paul, you have don't you have Lafroig sitting up on the shelf? I got tons of whiskey, obviously Irish whiskey. Uh, what am I uh, next to the microwave on the Scotch shelf. There's nothing up here right now. Oh, okay. It's been a while since I was out here. Uh, what am I looking for? Lafroig ten. Tastes like a burning hospital. Love that stuff. So, 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 so good. All right. Uh, All right, crisis averted. We found something. Something. I have Talisker single malt ten year, which is is it smells like band aids. Joe thought that I had more scotch, and I thought that I did also. Yeah, I'm actually really disappointed in you. No, I'm disappointed in myself. <laughs> no, man, that means you celebrated enough. If you have too much scotch laying around, then all you're doing is hoarding scotch. Well, I keep having all these different versions of. Um, uh, Jameson, as uh-huh. you know, there's a, yeah. I have almost every version in there yes. that ever was produced. And people going, Jameson, eh, I'll bite a boner. Wow, you just know, gnaw the cock. <laughs> it's there's nothing wrong with Jameson. I mean, there's not a lot right with regular Jameson, but I like the bottom of the line Jameson. I just don't. I personally don't think is very good. I know. I wouldn't call it rot gut, but it's not. I think it's it's really harsh. It tastes like gasoline. Like it, but but all you have to do is go one notch up. Right, and they and from there on up, it like and there's all the several. I got a bunch fucking, of notches out there. People yeah, get for my birthday. Kept, oh, buy some of the Paul. get him this. Paul likes anything Jameson. Right. Yes, right. So um, I got a bunch of that. But I have this. We had um, we had kind of reminisced a little bit in a sad way. Yeah, this uh, Roca Patron. I can't. Remember, I think we. I think actually that uh, that she suggested that we get this for yes. Empress. Yes, for Empress. Yes. The Empress Davenport's her last name. She uh, was a performer, is a performer, singer, 
songwriter, all that stuff. And she was on the show, God, two years ago. It's yeah, uh, take your headphones uh, off just real quick. I can hear it just fine. Okay. Uh, yeah, she yeah, was. It's she was, storm. It's stormy weather outside, folks, and uh, we're the first time this year open. because yeah, no we've had no rain. So uh, we're all excited. It's great. Anyway, yeah, she's one of our first. So it's one uh, of our first early like, guests. Early guests. A uh, good friend of uh, our dearly departed friend uh, Katrina, which just bums us all out or bu- us both out. All right, so we're kind of talking about that a little bit because this is what the booze was that she suggested we get for Empress for the show. We had a blast. Roca Patron. Yeah, we did. We had that a, was a ton f- of fun with it. Fun. Then we went out afterwards. Remember yep. that was a oh, it was a fun, so it was much a fun, fun. Day. Yeah, no, it was good stuff. It so we started talking stuff. about that, and it was just a big bummer that that we did lose Katrina Remus. If you guys know who she was, some of your listeners, it's awful. Horribly awful. Yep. So we had this. I, I'm out. I, you know, should I keep? You know, should I keep this forever? You should keep the bottle. Yeah. You should drink. You should drink the liquor and keep the bottle forever. Yeah. Yeah. That's anyway, it. So I'm gonna have some. So it's an upper shelf say called uh, uh, another line of Patron is all it is. Yes. And uh, so there you go. Roca Patron Silver. With look, look at the pretty uh, B with the B on the back. Yeah. So. So there you have it. Anyway. So I wanted a shot. I wanted a shot early day. It was very stressful, Joe. So um, here's to, uh, might as well, to Katrina. Yes, to salute to Katrina. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, Talisker. That's good. I officially can. I, I officially only like Isla Scotches. That's it. Okay. I can't. I, I just don't like any of the other ones. I'm weird. I'm, I don't know. It's okay. My brother has that uh, Lefroy 10 cask strength like before they cut it mm-hmm. it's like 130 proof uh it's pretty good nice my brother also has perfected a oh that's cool that's weird phone call seven o'clock in the evening I know they wouldn't do this. well it might be an emergency paul gaines oh no one was there what a no oh. I nope nope no thanks. I won't do that. I should have just let it go. So I've just, I just I just flew back from Ohio yesterday, and my arms are still a little tired. <sighs> I'm so sorry. Uh, no, my my ass is tired from being puckered up because I flew Spirit Airlines. That's okay. not true. Actually, Spirit I flew Spirit. People shit on these discount carriers, but I'll I'll have you know I did some research on them earlier today. I'm sure you did. I did. Because I don't have anything but time. Okay. Spirit Airlines is the only North American air, like like a carrier, I guess, a North American sure. carrier that is ranked in the top 10 in the world for safety. It's the only one. Give them a chance. They haven't been around that long. <laughs> uh, excuse me. They've been around since like 1980. I don't know. But I thought, you know, for a while back, I thought that Delta bought them or they were a spinoff of Delta or something nope. early on spirit uh spirit started as a like luxury not luxury but a, a uh premium kind of carrier uh out of michigan taking people to atlantic city las vegas and the bahamas that was their big thing okay and then they just kind of grew from there and then they bought out airtran and uh then they bought frontier so now they're the big one the big boys and they also have the newest fleet in north america uh, that is nice. A319s, A320s, and A321s. Fuck Boeing. 
Yeah, I know you don't like Boeing, but <laughs> no, that's not true. No, you want you 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 love them so much you say fuck them. <laughs> I'm just depressed about it because of their whole 737 Max. The, yeah, thing. no, I get it, man. I get it. it Sucks. Just, it just totally they they fucked up. They fucked up. The FAA fucked up, and they're just fucked up. A whole bunch of people fucked up, and 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 you got a a very old and prestigious uh, American company, blue that chip looks, company. Yeah, exactly. That just looks bad. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a nasty bruise, but anyway. But, uh, but what'll happen, as always does, when things like you know, because the, think about it, a bunch of airline crashes happened, like in the say '50s, '60s, and '70s. It was a bunch of a bunch of other reasons. It wasn't really maintenance and that kind of thing, but there was some of that. But a lot of it was weather because of the technology with certain types of radar, and there was more risk taking. And that anyway, all that's been pretty much weeded out. You know, that's gone. And then if it weren't for 9-11, we would have had a huge impeccable safety record for the airlines. But there hasn't been any major U.S. carriers uh, crashing in on U.S. soil. just hasn't happened in forever. Um, so the reliability has gone way up. And what was my whole point to this? Um, oh. And so, with the discount carriers, a right. lot more people are flying. And so if it weren't for Boeing's stupidity and how they got this airplane certified and the FAA just signing off on it because – they they're lazy. I don't know why. Who paid off whom? Who knows what happened? But nonetheless, their own regulations weren't followed, and they certified this aircraft quickly. And they had these issues with some overseas carriers, overseas carriers. And um, didn't I say that they fly A three nineteen, three twenties, and three twenty ones? Isn't that Airbus? Who, yes, it's Airbus. Yes. Oh, I thought it just made me think that maybe I was talking like you thought I was talking about Boeing no, aircraft. No, they were. These are not Boeing. Which is why Spirit's smart. And that's why they have a good safety rating, as opposed to the rest of them that have bad safety ratings. Well, the maybe not bad, but like it, not it, as good. If it weren't for this stupid seven thirty seven situation, it would be Boeing would be. But what's going to happen? Here's the point of this. Now they've got because usually what happens is after there's accidents, whether it's weather related or equipment or something, something has changed, and it's improved. And that's why the safety record now in general of the airlines is extremely safe across the board in general, way more than it used to be. So this stupid fuck up, because it was their own doing, again, it was the federal government as well as, as well as Boeing, it's got, something's going to change. You know, that's, that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. That, that mistake won't happen again. So eventually you weed out. It's like Elon Musk saying when his third or whatever, fourth or fifth, whatever rocket crashed back on the barge, <laughs> somewhere like that, he says... And he, it was really funny that his tweet was, well, the next time one crashes, it won't be because of that. <laughs> I mean, it's true. <laughs> right. Because you know. they're going to fix that problem. Yep. So, and that's why the airlines were, have been extremely safe because everything, they've gone through all this. They figured this out. Well, now they've brought it upon themselves. There was no reason for that shit to happen. They brought it upon themselves, but that will not happen probably again ever. Yeah, you're like probably that. right. So it's going to improve the safety overall the airline industry. Well, maybe we, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everybody wake up. Okay, now that you're back, aviation, aviation. Once again, <laughs> fucking Boeing anyway. Aviation sleepy sleep time. Okay, let's get off of Boeing. Yeah, Boeing. 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 Sorry. Uh, went Go back ahead. to visit family and uh, in Ohio. And shot, Joe. Yeah, you should do that. Calm my nerves. Calm the nerves. And then. My go- nerves are just fine. <laughs> <laughs> Picked a hell of a day to stop sniffing glue. Yeah. Uh, the Bible Belt always amazes me. I saw a billboard with dead babies on it. I was back there not that long ago too, and I kind of forgot about that. And then you're like yep. you're, you're driving along on like on a country road, and then I was like, wow, oh Jesus, oh, <laughs> don't because kill the of, babies. I'm of, like, well, maybe maybe don't take don't put giant fifty foot tall pictures of dead babies on the right goddamn billboard. 
Uh, can, can you say that? You just yeah, that. that's fine. I don't give shit. Fuck. God damn. Jesus fucking Christ. I, I'll say whatever I want. Sure. Uh, I did uh, go the the town I grew up in. They just got a, a new brewery. First one since 1920. It's called Moeller Brew Barn. And Moeller Brew Barn is in an old, it's a converted Lutheran church, which pissed off everyone in the town. Not everyone, but a handful of loud people in the town are pissed about uh, it. We were, they, we were talking about this before we turned the mics on. Mm-hmm. Is it open? Yeah, and you, absolutely. You went there? Absolutely, yeah. Okay. A couple times, actually. Three right. times I, I They went have there. good beer? They have great beers. They have your great normal, beer. typical, you know, they got two IPAs, They, they have of some course, IPAs. Right? They have, and then they, because it's, you know, the German heritage is a big thing there. So mm-hmm. there's a... You know, uh, th- at least three German beers, uh, and and specifically a Martzen, you know, Oktoberfest, mm-hmm. and that they brought out. I mean, just it went on tap the first day, like that I went or the day that I went there the first time. You have any loggers? And, also and, uh, yeah, they have. Th- well, that's a lager. The Martzen's a lager. Okay, Oktoberfest is a lager, and then Showing they have ignorance. they have a Pilsner, and that's a lager, and then they have just their. Uh, oh, they have a Munich style Helles. Like, so a, Pilsner like, beer is a type of lager. Yes. Okay. You have loggers and you have ales. Oh, that's ales. it. That, that, that's the two groups: loggers, ales, and then it goes from there. Gotcha. So, loggers, lager is a loggers are low temperature fermented, low temperature bottom fermenting beers, okay. meaning the yeast cake sits at the bottom and slowly ferments the beer under about forty-five to fifty degrees. Under that, so and like, it takes longer than an ale. Takes a lot longer. Ale nine, nine, nine to ten, nine, nine, sometimes anywhere we'll call it six to ten weeks, sometimes longer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ales are top fermenting yeast, so it's the yeast cake sits on the top and ferments down at a higher temperature, usually anywhere from, say, 55 to about 70 and sometimes upwards from there, depending on the style. Okay. So that's the difference between your lagers and ales. So, like, that's why you'll hear us bartenders at Blackridge or any other, you know, at any other tap house that uh, people are like, yeah, I don't really like ales, but I'll have an IPA. (laughs) Well, the A in IPA is ale. Okay, first off, and people they just don't know what they're talking about, which is why like it took me a long time to get to the point this point, but I love to educate people on it so they don't sound like morons. Right. So they go to the next place and I edu- I'll educate them on it so that they remember that and like yeah, I don't really like ales. I love stouts though. And I'm like, yeah, that's Do you that's think a, that's that um, cuz I try to educate people also. And at some point if yeah, I'm only- you usually end up yelling at them. Though. Right. I, so if I'm a uh, Yes, sometimes it doesn't come off as well as it should. But so the the point is this: uh, Do you think that and, and you but you, you you run across this over and over and over? So you have hundreds of customers yeah. over some period of time, and um and and you may find yourself educating them a lot probably. So uh, I guess the question is: You you probably have enough patience to where you don't act really frustrated on them because they're asking an honest question or they say something that's incorrect. But do they? Do you find that they? Most of them are appreciative of the information. Yes. Okay. Good. Yeah. For the most part, I've I've some had of them get a handful. little defensive, like "oh, it's bullshit, fucking pretentious." Well, bartender. I, you know, and then in that point, so I'll, I'll just I if they don't if they act like they're and this has only ever happened maybe maybe in six years of professional bartending at the brewery, mm-hmm. I think it's maybe happened four times where oh, somebody nothing, was yeah. just real arrogant and was like, right. "Uh, actually, ales are fermented." I'm like, "Well, actually." And I don't know. I, like, I don't. I don't. Like, I don't do you have a to, smartphone, sir? I don't. Well, I'd like to look at. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't typically get indignant with people about that. I just go. I just you know, if they don't want to learn, then they don't want to learn. They shut their brain off, and I just kind of turn into like a high school 
teacher. Okay. Where it's like, oh, this isn't a this isn't a third grader who needs to be turned around and learned and shown. Oh, this is how this is going to be done. Let I'm going to learn how to how to or learn how to make you learn. Now nah, this these are grown ass adults, and I'm just like, all right, that's cool. I offer the information, take with it whatever you want to do. So but you, you, just, you can walk into the next building and you're next quiet until the cl- the bell rings. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, that's everybody's going to sit down and shut up till the bell rings. No, what I'll do is I'll move on to the student that actually wants to learn. I got you. Good. And I know that's that's probably why it's uh, best that I'm not a teacher. <laughs> but it's it's rare. Most people are like, oh, I didn't know that. I well, thank you. And then they'll it, it opens up a dialogue. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I start to explain to them, you know, like, that's why loggers are typically very clear, you know, and they have like a more fresh kind of robust Flavor all about the cold kind of thing. Yeah, because yeah. it takes longer. That's like the the idea of a Martzen. Martzen, Mertzen is actually how it's pronounced, but that's German for March, okay. which is when the beers brewed and then they lock. Germans it. did a lot of that. What's that? Oh, March, not no, mar- month. Marching. Oof. <laughs> Oof. They were very very quickly, like in a lightning war, so to they speak. They have a, go- a goose step, a marching beer. <laughs> wow. You're such a dick. Crack myself up. Yeah, I'm glad oh, you're cracking somebody up. Another shot. Oh. If I have this other shot, I'm going to start slurring, and it's going to get really sloppy. I can't here. wait. It's going to be fucking awesome. It'll be like old times. Oh my god, it was. It will be. Was going to be like old times. Wow. I've had not much to eat today. I'm Joe. fixing to. Con- oh really? That there we go. There's the problem. There's the. I had a bowl of cereal. Wow, what grade are you in? What was that, Fruit Loops? <laughs> wait, please tell me it was off-brand bag cereal and it was marshmallow mateys. No. It was corn checks. Oh, it wasn't Dino Bites? It actually was name brand corn checks. Oh, good for you. Wow, an aristocrat. (laughs) (laughs) I spent the extra dollar. I spent the extra dollar and got the stuff that comes in a box. I don't even know. Is it Nabisco that makes checks? I don't even care. It's one of the two. General Purina. General Mills. (laughs) Purina. Probably not Purina. (laughs) Okay. So the Bible Belt, Molar Brew Barn was fucking fantastic, man. And it's only like four or five blocks from my mom's house, which is really cool. But you really wondered how many people were upset about it. Like, was it four people that were just constantly hammering on it? It was probably 20 to 30 people that were... were, church. Yeah. Well, somebody said, you're taking a house of God and turning it into a house of sin. Jesus would have... Jesus drank. Jesus was a home brewer. He turned water into booze. God's probably drunk right now. He literally turned water into booze. Like... Anyway, uh, the church sat empty for years. Like the Lutherans had moved out. I think they, I think the Catholics kicked them out of that town. Honestly, did they? uh, I was going to ask it. Was did they relocate to a? Did they build another place? I I, I assume that they did because you know they typically a congregation just doesn't cease to exist. But you're telling me, I mean, unless they're like the Hale Bop Comet people. Remember that? (laughs) They they did cease to exist. They ceased to exist. Yeah. Um, the uh, but you said they were using the pews and stuff. Yeah, they too. took the the pews and cheers. Put them cheers. Uh, they put them the pews up against the walls, mm-hmm. bolted them down, and then bit, built tables in front of them. And there, the pews were like the booth of the booth nice. seating. Yeah, really cool, incredibly well done. Did they put Bibles in front of the like in you know behind the pews. Uh, no. Okay. No. Okay. And. Then those aren't Bibles; those are hymnals. It's been a while since you've been to church. Sometimes Paul. they shit. put Bibles back there. Oh, really? I don't remember that. Another. I don't remember the Bible being a big part of church. I remember the hymnals being not very exciting. I thought to myself, if I were to actually go to church, it honestly, if I had a choice, I would go to a black church. 
The music's better. Oh, they have it's a lot of fun. It's more fun, and the food is better afterward. Hell like, like, yeah. Just, just like, uh, like, and it doesn't even and need to be welcome a, you in. You say, hey, they go, come on, honey, come on, join come me. Come on in, Go to our house. Let's have some And it's, it's, that. it's not even like old rugged cross or anything like that. It's fucking uh, swing low, sweet chariot. No, or swing down chariot. Have you ever heard that? It's yeah. like the, the second move into swing low, sweet chariot. <laughs> well, no, no, really. Like the second verse. Right is very fast and it's uplifting and it's a lot of a lot of fun for all these you, um, know, you know little richard probably they'd spent time in church absolutely and then, and then, you uh, see the james brown movie james brown he yes. was it all that's where it comes from yes don't deny it that's right well it, it actually it goes even further back to like you know slave songs sure but anyway swing low so you were in ohio Sweet. for a number of days and you went this is one of the breweries you went to and you, yeah you liked it you uh, that it. was great it was just a lot of fun it's just interesting to go back to kind of where you're from kind of mm-hmm. you know like it and see how things changed but then you realize they're all kind of still the same when you're at this brewery were you there during the day or evening like were you there during the evening were they uh were they i went uh, there three times and twice during the day and once in the evening was it were people there in the evening was it like popular yes very much so. how many microbreweries or whatever you want to call that nano micro whatever of that type shall we say are in like you know some area you know they're like a, a number of them around that is there? the closest that is the only one within Excuse about me. 15 miles oh yeah so they're probably doing pretty well then they're doing in- incredibly well the, un- the only thing is they need to do some sound abatement or something uh, whatever you want to call it because it is so fucking loud you can tell it was a church yeah it's just very loud but still and, and you say that like, totally on, badass on the first floor in the basement where they're cooking pizzas or something yeah like they have they, they, they make uh wood-fired pizzas on the first floor eventually they'll have a dumbwaiter system up and and, and working but for mm-hmm. now they have to carry it upstairs uh, my brother was fortunate enough as a, one of the you know he's a firefighter he put in to help with the inspection to oh, sign cool. them off their their last inspection, which doesn't help that he. Got, I mean, it does help that he enjoys beer. So he, oh yeah, absolutely. he's not going to really. He's going to figure it out to make it work. He, uh, uh, well, well, yeah, he's not going to have them. Not going to uh, shut them down. Well, I mean, the big thing is is making sure you have fire suppression, which they already did anyway, mm-hmm. and then they put fire suppression in their uh, brew house, which they needed to do, and they 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 want to do that anyway because they don't want the they don't want the place to burn to the ground. Right. So uh, and then it's already a church, so there's like eight or nine exits out of the place. How old so of like a structure? 1870s, 1880s. So it's wood then? Yeah. Or uh, stone? It's stone. Okay. Yeah, it's stone and wood. So it's beautiful. Okay. Well, I was going to ask how much wood because, you know, is it going to burn? If it burns, is it going to really burn a Not lot? really. Or, okay. It's going to get real hot and it's going to turn into one giant pizza oven. <laughs> so bad. Anyway. Start taking pepperonis and putting them in your armpits. Yeah, let's cook those up yeah, a little bit. Yeah, let's get it going. <laughs> uh, did you get a tour of the facility? I, yeah. I assume you did. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was neat. Uh, went to uh, Yellow Springs, which is, uh, if any of you are from that area, which even people that aren't from that area, like when you say Yellow Springs, they're like, Yellow Springs, that sounds familiar. And it's 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 one of two camps. It's the the Antioch College. People are like, oh, Antioch College. Oh, that's where Horace Mann went to. The, and and, and uh, who was the poet laureate lady just died? Maya Angelou. Oh, she, Maya yeah. Angelou did her master's no stuff shit. there. She was also okay. a professor at Antioch for 15 or 20 years. Antioch is a very, it's a big name in the liberal liberal arts college, like 
group. Mm-hmm. Like it's one of the preeminent ones, and it's 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 actually really old. But the, the, there's those folks who are like, oh, Antioch College, Yellow Springs. Da, da, da. The other thing is, oh, that's where Dave Chappelle's from, <laughs> which is true. We we're just talking about that when you went hiking, and you you, you think you may have well, seen. Dave I'm Chappelle. fairly certain my brother and I saw Dave Chappelle when we drove by. Like I, I'm fairly certain that we did. And they just uh, did a benefit thing at. Uh, yeah, did, he did a thing down in Dayton. Did we talk about that. Did, we did. I, yeah, we did okay. it, back. For the uh, date, the shooting that happened uh, in Dayton, yeah. Ohio, which uh, you know I, was really neat. Uh, actually, I forgot to. I was going to bring a couple beers out. I purchased uh, two cans of the Dayton Strong IPA, which is to benefit the. Remember, they had those nasty tornadoes back in June. Yes, that destroyed a bunch of things uh, and killed a bunch of people. And then you know a month and a half later, you have the shooting that killed you know nine people died and like forty people were, were wounded. Mm-hmm. In, uh, in downtown Dayton, in the Oregon district is what they call it, uh, like the arts and entertainment district. So um, and you went Dave there, Chappelle I think, did that. In it, that area, I think I you told me. I did, and it was, uh, it was nice. To, I told my mom, because like, we did like a whole day drinking thing where we went. Right. Uh, one of my favorite breweries in, in, in uh, Dayton is uh, it's called Toxic Brew Company. Okay. Do weird off-the-wall experimental shit, which is right up my alley because I just love that. I know that it's a tough business model to keep going, but those guys somehow figure out a way to do it right. They have. Do, do they keep their bases beer though? Do they keep like one or two or three? Yeah, they no, they do? have like they have probably five base beers, four or five base beers that are staples. Okay, and then they have four or five instru- like uh, f- like a experimental kind of just fucking around beers okay. that are completely different. And then they take the five base beers and they add weird ingredients to those to mess around with them. So is it like uh, Ben and Jerry's where they... <laughs> Joe just looked at me. Ben and Jerry's comes in with an experimental ice cream every once in a while. And if it really hits off really big, then they'll bring it into the fold. Yes, it is. In that respect, it is like Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> You're so right. ridiculous. <laughs> I know it's too, it, but no, you're Tom, right. Two it is, shots in. Yeah, no, uh, cool. Okay, you know what? Why don't you have a third? That's one? That's my Native American name. Two shots in. Two shots in. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Are you familiar with Tecumseh? Oh. Not William Tecumseh Sherman, but Tecumseh the the Native American say, we don't, warrior. We don't cotton him around here. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. <laughs> we don't cotton to him, <laughs> Lord. Uh, Tecumseh, what? The Tecumseh, the uh, the blue jacket, the Native American warrior from Ohio. No, probably not. No, that's okay. You people can Google it. I'm not going to waste the time or crayons on Paul explaining it to him. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I do like anyway. It. Everything should be boiled down to just crayon work. It should really. be, especially yeah. with you. Yeah. The uh, <laughs> everything is just boiled down to again the golden rule. That's it. That's it. Whoever owns the gold makes the rules. No, I know no, that's the gold. Whoever that owns the golden rules, yeah, but there's no, it's the, uh, yeah. Just treat others like you want to be treated your, yourself. Oh, that's some, golden communi- rule. That's some communist shit. It's oh, wait. Gotta, no, that Jesus said really, that. I, I get Jesus and communism mixed up. The Christians really start to explode when you point these things out. They really, they're like, he was, a, just, he was a brown socialist right. who slept with prostitutes. He was a white capitalist. <laughs> yeah, he was a he white was. capitalist that didn't like brown people. <laughs> And he was from Nazareth. <laughs> what? His name wasn't Jesus Johnson. Like he was fucking Jesus Christ. He was fucking Nazareth, Jesus. hair of the dog. That group. Nazareth, hair of the. Oh my <laughs> god. Oh no. I just all you young people are gonna go. What? Huh? Uh, huh? Huh? <laughs> 
Anyway, yeah. Uh, de- shout out to Devin who still listens to the podcast and made a comment today. Does she really? I, I gave her shit because the music she was playing at the brewery today was like dated for her because she's only like a month younger than me or a month what older was she than me. One of the to? two. Oh, it was a bunch of horrible cock rock. It was like Lee was working. Oh, God. it was just all spandex and fucking nut hugger shit. She needs to really, you know, find herself. It's, it's. I think it's because she was always around. I think she has older cousins or something like that. We talked okay. about how you can be one age. Mm-hmm. And not have much in common with your peers of that same age because yeah. of your influences when you were younger. Sure. And it was she was talking about some concert that she went to, that was uh, uh it was Sticks, Nazareth, and uh, Tesla. And I was like, oh, Jesus no. Christ, how'd you attend that concert? She's like, What do you mean? I'm like, What well, did you take a time machine? Jesus. I'm like, wait, where do they play? Like a VFW, <laughs> or was it like a church basement <laughs> show? And she's she's getting all worked up about it. She's like. That's good music, and I'm like, really? To who? How Are old you is deaf? she? Thirty-eight. Okay, yeah, yeah. She's, she's not, no, yeah, she's really not. Can't, can't she, her that. birthday is in March, or no, her birthday is in May, and mine's in April. We're the same age, like okay. essentially, you know. Yeah. And but anyway, I was, I just thought that was funny. She's Nazareth, and I was like, Nazareth, Jesus. Oh, you listen to Winger too? I bet. Maybe some <laughs> DC talk. Anyway, great uh, some great white. Yes, but Yellow Springs is this like bastion of very, very liberal progressive hippie town very crunchy uh in the sea of like literally driving on the way to yellow springs is billboards of like dead babies and go to church don't get away and then you get into yellow springs and like like uh you see signs that have like green friendly with little pot leaves on them and shit like that or they sell ohio because you know ohio state the Buckeye leaf, like leaves, looks like a pot leaf. I didn't know that. It has five. Yeah, it has five leaves. For whatever reason, I just never noticed it until somebody pointed out. Literally, like in the past six months. Hmm. But I saw they sell shirts there, and it says Ohio grown, and it's like a. It looks like it should be an Ohio State Buckeye shirt, but it really just is a pot leaf that's, on the Ohio State. Yeah, I, I I think that's I found that funny. I was like, sure. oh, that's that's fucking fine. So. Uh, but there's a there's a Yellow Springs is a, is one of those things where I love that area I love that town, uh, just because there's a it was such a neat culture, in the middle of no or not no culture but just culture that I wasn't really into I guess, and I just always found it you know really neat and my dad when my dad would come out to visit uh, when I you know when I didn't live in Arizona and he did. He would, I would, he would take me to Yellow Springs. Like I, my first pair of Doc Martens were bought there. Like I have this, and then I still have a hemp necklace that my father purchased for me at a place called the Import House. You which, should wear it. If I, uh, it doesn't fit because I don't wear chokers because it's 2019 and I'm fatter than I was when I was 16. Wear it as a bracelet. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> I might be able to put it on a cankle. I'm, <laughs> Uh, but they now have a brewery called Yellow Springs Brewing, and they have this is how much activism is like is big there. Their motto is Yellow Springs Brewery. Brewery is their motto is crafting truth to power. Yeah, you show me that. That's it, I love that. It fucking blew my mind. And they do they do tons of community involvement shit. They do community cleanup. When when four, I get to Ohio, when not we, if, we will I be will spending go there. We will be spending a lot of time because there. of their. I'm going walking and going. You know why I'm here? Because of your motto. Because of your motto. Came two thousand miles away. Yeah. There's also one other things I I don't know that you'll appreciate it as much just because I you know I have a daughter and I feel like I'm a bit of a feminist. Um, there is a. Let me find you don't have to say you're a feminist. You're just a humanist. Well, you know, I believe in equality. Uh, you're but, a I also, but I also know that I feel like uh, men have kind of fucked over women for a long time. So maybe it's time for us to do a little bit more. 
uh, they have in their bathroom at Yellow Springs Brewing is a box of free. You can just take one, take what you need, uh, tampons and pads, and it's the the uh, it's a red box a in the bra- men's bathroom. It, it's just a unisex bathroom, oh, dude. Okay, it's a gotcha. progressive town. They don't have fucking. They have gender neutral bathrooms. I was just asking. Jesus mine. Christ. So this, this is so fucking funny. I have a unisex funny. bathroom. Yeah, you and I sex. <laughs> I mean, it could be. There's a shower in there. Yeah. Well, oh yeah. my god. It's a big shower. What happened? Oh, yes, I've been in the shower. I know. Changing the world one cycle at a time. Oh that's on the, that's on the front of the box. It's hanging that's on the wall. Funny. Yeah. You know what's even funnier is I sent that. I took a picture of it. I'm like Porsche. Check this out. This is in Yellow Springs at the brewery. She's like, Oh my god, look at the brand. If you, I had the to brand. zoom in. The brand is Ant Flow brand. <laughs> it's Ant Flow branded. Feminine hygiene products, changing the world one cycle at a time. Fucking amazing. This is I, why, I, look, this is going to it's a political comment, but not really. But this is why it's more d- d- fun to hang out and go to like a progressive bar because of this kind of, you're not going to find shit, You this wouldn't find shit like that in other places. In some highly conservative place because it's not funny. That's fucking funny as shit it's right hilarious. there. And people want to ignore like, oh my God, bodily functions. Well, first off, you're in a bathroom. That's where bodily functions are supposed to happen. Right. And... Farts are funny. Poop is funny. Pee is funny. It's funny. Stuff like that is funny. Right. Ant Flow brand uh, tampons and pads changing the world one cycle at a time. Are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? That's hilarious. I'd be in there like a, like three beers in, have to go to the bathroom, and I'd be laughing while I'm peeing. That's exactly what I did. I walked in, I pee, well, because it's face, it's behind you, yeah. and I turn around, I go to wash up, and I'm like, oh, fuck, and I'm just <laughs> giggling, and I go out there, I'm like, mom, wait till you go to the bathroom, and she's like... Uh, I was headed there now. What? What is the? Just, was there just something weird? Just go look at the box on the wall. And she came out. She was laughing hysterically, and she's like, "Man, I kind of wish I wasn't past menopause." Like, <laughs> which cracked up the bartender. Like the bar, she was cracking up too. She's like, "I'm glad that you guys appreciate that." Some people come out and they're just like, oh, "That's kind of gross." Oh my god! I'm Speaking like, of menopause, did you- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Speaking of hot have flashes, you ah. the new, have you watched the movie Between Two Ferns or whatever? No, I haven't watched the movie yet. No, I, I fuck me. I didn't open up my laptop or watch any real videos or anything for which, the past which, ten which days. Which is what you should yeah. have done. It's oh my, it's. We all know between. Do you guys know out there between? I'm sure it, some it, of you it was do. a funnier die show with Zach Galifianakis, Vanakis, whatever Galifianakis, Galifianakis, and he. He interviews people, and if you haven't seen it, then wake the fuck up, people. Jesus <laughs> so Christ! Funny. But between two, there's an interview show where he's just oh so ridiculous. God. He interviewed I'm Obama gonna watch it again tonight. I'm watching again tonight because they had all these other interviews that you haven't seen before. Obviously, yeah. No, don't tell me about it. I want to. Like, it's good. It's so humor is so. It's I love how humor has evolved. But people, a lot of old fuckers, like, oh, humor. It's not even. I like the old jokes. No, it evolved. I thought about this the other day as I was falling asleep. Everything, everything evolves, and it's funny how. Some humor of your is not funny anymore. It's just, it's kind of weird. Like, it's just not funny anymore. But some music is still fantastic. It was written right. Yeah. Or some artwork or movies are like, oh my God, that's still. But some humor doesn't hold. It's just weird how this art form, how this thing, it's like, that's not funny anymore. I, I don't mean because it's racist it, or something like that. I mean, it's just, like that it stuff doesn't aside, make me like laugh that, anymore. Yeah, it's just not funny. It's not, and you're like, oh, that's really, But yeah. it did. It was funny then, you know, I'm not, not that many, but this is, humor is funny when it catches you off guard with what is said because you know what Zach is going to say during these interviews is going to is gonna throw you. 
and you and I are similar in this way. You're probably anticipating what, oh, he, he, he sets up a question. Oh, he might be saying this next. How's he going to follow this up with the end of like the, the Brad, question? Like the Brad Pitt thing. is like, how do you stay so tan? And then he changes. He's like, how do you stay so tan? And then flips a card over. Standing in the shadow of your wife's career. <laughs> like to Brad Pitt. I fucking lost it. It's all about time. He is, he is a master of timing. There's Matthew really McConaughey is. thing is pretty heavy on this. If you saw somebody, if you seen some I of saw the, the things, pre, I saw the preview with Matthew McConaughey. Like like, I'm going to fuck this all up, but he said something like, I, I saw you or you, you had your, it, uh, I saw you working out or you, you were doing something and you, your shirt was on or something like that. He goes, is everything is okay? Everything okay? <laughs> that was in the preview for it. I'm right. like, oh, this is going to be fucking brilliant. Right. And it, it was even more and more brilliant. And it, and it was, uh, what was my whole point with, uh, with uh, God dang it. Comedy. Yes. How comedy, like it, something like that. His style of comedy is timeless. Yes. Well, that shit will always be funny. The way it's formulated. Now you might have to make it relevant right. for whatever the time is. Now, but I, like at the end of the movie, there are outtakes. Of course, when they were first, because I don't think the actors knew the questions he was asking initially. Right. So they. So get at the end, of the last reaction. twenty minutes, there's there's a large chunk of it, and it is uh, there's a Benedict uh, Cumber batch. Yes. And it's in there too, and it's. <laughs> it's does he does he make fun of his name? Not well. He just mispronounces it all across oh, the he board. Doesn't, so he like, doesn't really make it funny. But but the, the Benedict, stuff Benedict he Benedict says, Benedict Cabbage Patch. <laughs> yes, he does that, which is not the funniest part. There's some other things, and he just loses it. Benedict just loses it because this is fucking perfect. It's so funny. You need to watch this. I tonight. will, and now all of you people watch it based off of Paul's suggestion. But damn it, uh, th- there was a there was a thing before that we were talking about before. I said humor humor doesn't sometimes doesn't hold. It just doesn't. It doesn't hold sometimes. Yeah, well, it's like, well, and and it also depends on the context and the the setting, right? You know, like the like that that uh, high feminine hygiene product dispenser, right? In the bathroom is fucking hilarious, and I would die laughing no matter where that was. But, but it makes it makes even it's funnier because it's like if you were walking through. A grocery store. Well, you and I wouldn't be walking through a store looking for any of that stuff unless we, we need should it for do our that. girlfriend or wife, and just go and buy a bunch of. We should buy like pregnancy tests and condoms and and just tampons, like a and whole, shit po- like that. whole pile of it, and just that's that's it. But then like and then maybe some bubble yum, a pack like, of bubble yum. Pack, but yeah, right. And then like uh, maybe some cucumbers. Uh, speaking of, my mom grew these cucumbers. Oh my god, that are so goddamn big. Jesus, Joe. <laughs> There's one that, that she pulled out, and she's like, check out this fucking thing, because my mom's real intense, just <laughs> like me. Check out this fucking thing. It was buried under a bunch of leaves and grass and shit. I didn't even know it was there, and it's like... She probably, like, pulled the leaf, and it scared her, dude, probably. It was, it was like, fucking, ah! Yeah, right? It's like the size of a python. It was, like, almost two full feet long. and Seriously? about And about four, four or five inches in diameter. It was huge. You should have And she cut it in half. that. I knew you see what off Facebook. I, 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 like, oh, like, my mom grows uh, my mom grows cucumbers. Yeah, I'm not going to put that out there for obvious reasons. Anyway, she feeds cucumbers to her dog. That's a weird food item for a dog. No, it's great because it keeps her mouth super fresh, and they don't have – it gets rid of any sort of dog breath. I didn't know that a dog would just eat a cucumber. I had no uh, idea. My mom's dog fucking tears up. He ate the whole fucking cucumber. That whole That whole thing. Cucumber? She cut it in half and tossed it to him like a bone. And all you could hear for like 20 minutes was 
<laughs> and I'm just like, Jesus Christ, Max, are you okay? Like, I, I'm afraid he's going to get, like, TMJ in his jaw or something. Right. And he tore it up. And then there was, like, cucumber mess all over the floor. And then he's just licking it up. I mean, like a crime scene. Yeah, like a crime scene. Yes, like a crime scene. It was, <laughs> but it was funny as hell. And then the whole house smells like fresh cucumber because nice. like, he just destroyed that fucking thing. And I've had big produce before. I've I gotten, bet you I've I'm sure. I bet I have. Oh God, I have acquired <laughs> oh large produce before from farmers market or whatever. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, most of the time, like with squash, it's hollow on the inside. Or like giant watermelons, they don't have. It's not flesh all the way through. And maybe it's not the most flavorful ones either. Right, that yeah. too. But these cucumbers, because I ate one at like an entire day, like it was like a foot long one, but it was still as big around. Mm-hmm. I'm like Jesus Christ, and it still had only had like a little tiny bit of seeds in the center, and it, that was it. Like it was all flesh. It was it was good anyway. Okay, that shit was funny. But anyway, uh, like that, if we were cruising, you know, we're in the grocery store or whatever store, and and you walk by. That box wouldn't be as funny. The box of the like the tampons and stuff. Like, oh, the, I know what I was gonna that say. That wouldn't be as funny as it was in the bathroom. Yes. So what I was gonna say is this: is that how long is that gonna be funny? Now, of course, if you go back there again, it's still kind of a chuckle. But at some point, they're gonna have to take that out and do something else or whatever because it won't be really relevant. I mean, if I hadn't known about this and I were to go in there two years from now, it probably would be funny. It would still be funny. Right, but but most of their customers probably go, ah, oh, okay, it's not funny anymore. But then it could become part of the institution. True. It's kind of like, uh, I don't know how it started, but you know the walls that people stick gum on? Yes. You know, that's a, there's there's one in Seattle. Like, like shoe a big trees, deal. things like that. Shoe trees so. and shit like that. Like, like those are like, hey, that's really not, hey, whatever. But it's still, somebody started doing it, and then it became... An institution became like a thing, right? It may not be funny. It may not. It may maybe we look at it and go, well, "That's kind of gross." Like it's passe now to do that, right? Uh, but it's become a thing. It's like I know that if you go to Greenville, Ohio, to the Made Right stand, you go through the drive-through. The wall of the drive-through is nothing. Is littered with nothing but gum, and they encourage it. They think it's funny, and they have somebody go out there like once or twice a year and pressure wash it. Then you get to start all over again. Okay. Like that's just a thing. You know, it becomes a thing. So maybe that will become a thing. That thing will be on the wall at a Yellow Springs Brewery forever. Maybe. Uh, because it will always be funny. And there's always going to be somebody who's never seen it before. Sure. Which I hope they keep it up there. I think it's, I hope it's, I hope that, I hope that when the, the entire world is nothing but a smoldering rubble and it's all anarchy. God, I can't wait. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be great. I mean, I'm going to come here and hunker down, but right. we're going to fly to Mexico. I'm not sure this is a hunker down kind of place. I mean, there are a lot of people. I'm sure they have like, like, uh, like uh, real, whatever underground with a lot of weapons, like Terminator Two kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, a lot of weaponry. Yeah, I don't have a lot of weapons. You don't need your mind as a weapon. Oh, thank you. Yeah, sharp like a tack. My airplane, I can just leave. Get the fuck out. Yes. Uh, <laughs> what is the, Bill Burr says? The air, uh, the helicopter is the ultimate. Fuck off, mobile! Like it's just fucking. Out. You know what? It kind of is. Yeah, and you're like you know what? I don't need a runway. I just need some flat, some semi flat ground. Right, and then leave. I just go. No, 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 no. I'm later. I'm gone. I think you know, even though he makes a big joke out of that, I think he's kind of serious. He lives. I, he lives I in guarantee LA. you, he is. He serious. likes living in L.A., but he, the traffic, of course, is just impossible. Which is what Musk is trying to solve, of course. So I think he's really serious about. Boom! Here we go. We're out of here. You know, and just get out of the mayhem. Just and, and that helicopter he has doesn't have a huge range, but he can get. 150 miles at least. Yeah, 150 miles away from the center of LA is is 
you know. He he probably has a, a, a some airports figured out where it'd be good just to land that, that no one's going to really go to kind yeah. of thing. Which is kind of funny because I remember when I first came here, I was talking to a bunch of my uh, flying club people that are older than I am, hard to believe. And, uh, and they're all, you know, when you know, this happens and the shit happens, you got to do this and do that. And, you know, they were all, and I know half of them have airplanes. So I just thought, and I asked them one day, I said, I'm sure you guys have it all figured out where you, you keep your airplanes full of fuel, you know, and, and you're going to rendezvous at a certain airport or, and they, they all looked at me like I was weird. I'm going, did I say something wrong or, and they went, oh, we haven't really thought of that. So they sit over there and bitch about the end of the world and how Obama sucks or right. whatever. Right, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and they Democrats all have Democrats are the Antichrist. Right, they all have airplanes, and they're on an airport, but they haven't really, you know, I don't want to put fuel in my airplane until uh, I'm ready to go. Really? So that's how prepared you guys are. Do you have, and I ask them, do you have a bug out bag? And they're like, what's that? I'm like, really? Right. You don't have a bag with a burner phone, $500 cash. You so know, I, so I, have a, I have a partial, I have a, I have a good enough bug out bag, and the airplane has always got at least two thirds, three quarters fuel, full, fuel, full, full fuel, whatever. Anyway, screw it. You know, I'm gonna leave without you people. Obviously, I'm out of here. You know. Now yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't actually don't. have an airport picked, but it, when I if I was in the air, if I were in the air, I could figure it out pretty quick where I'm going. Mexico, Mexico, Mexico. You can make it what. Thousand miles safely or nine hundred miles safely? Is that what? Eight hundred easily. Eight hundred easily. Yeah. Eight hundred. That's a big radius. Eight hundred miles due south of here is some nice country. Yeah. And then if you can find a place to land, fuel up, sixteen hundred miles south of here is even nicer country. Yeah, but do you want to do that? It depends on what kind of the end of the world, shall we say, or or what kind of apocalypse we're talking about. Are we talking about actual world apocalypse, or are we talking about just L.A. and Vegas and Phoenix are just fucked up because who knows what happened. You know, and then you got to get out of this area. I think uh, you're on to something there, and we should install some sort of firearms sure. on, a, on your plane. It's in the bug-out bag. I don't think about the bug-out bag much. Uh, I, I do, like, maybe once a month just to check on things. Right. I make sure that the phone's charged. I know that sounds really paranoid, but you never know. Sure. You never, and that's not just for, like, end-of-the-world shit. That's for, like, oh, God, I murdered somebody. I need to get to a non-extradition country. Right. The only thing missing is a passport. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe, maybe don't ask me those questions. Maybe I have a passport I in a different name. I have to update my passport. You, you mean get a new one? That. Because it expired? It did. Yeah. I'm, I'm embarrassed. You should be. For myself. Jet setter? I am. Hey, speaking of, I read a, an article about a guy, the American Airlines guy that bought oh, the... Did, did that he, sabotage that airplane? I want to remember that one. What? It was like a, you no, no, I wasn't going that negative. No, oh. no, Jesus. Okay. Sorry. No, it's a guy that uh, in the early 80s or mid-80s bought the lifetime uh, first-class ticket through American Airlines. So oh. called Air Pass, right? And, he, and he's and still good, right? No, can, no, oh, they no. Like away? 12 years ago, they just rescinded it without any sort of notification or anything. They oh. said he was abusing it. And he wasn't. He wasn't doing anything outside the normal. And it was the article was actually written by his daughter, who's actually a, a journalist. Yeah, how much was and his, was his pass anyway? Two hundred two hundred fifty thousand. And he he bought it, and he, it was and then he and then he all added, the years you want, you can just do whatever you want to do with it. Yeah, and it's first class yeah. anywhere they fly. Okay. And you're it's standby, so like you, I mean, you could, if you gave them notice, you can you you get uh, you know you get obviously get do if you gave them like a week's notice. Or however long it takes, like if they if they have a seat, then it's yours. But if you just show up that day and go, I want to fly here, and they're like, Well, we don't have any seats available, so you're on standby. That's how they do. Wouldn't bump anybody. I got you. Well, two hundred fifty thousand dollars back whenever he bought it was worth about two two million about, and then he added another hundred and fifty thousand on there so that he could add a passenger. 
right? Okay. So he's he's in it. What is that? Four hundred thousand. It's a chunk of money. Four hundred grand, right? And he he works for he worked for uh, uh, Bear Stearns. So okay. he had some he had some money back in the eighties and nineties, right. right? Well, they got they said nope, we're not going to do it anymore. Didn't tell him, didn't send him a letter or anything like that. He literally was going to the airport as his plus one. He was going to fly one of the. It was a car hop. Is that what they're called? Or Skycap. It was a Skycap at some airport who was from Somalia, and he wanted to go visit his family because he knew his mother was sick. Okay. So he, and he didn't have the money. So this guy had known him as a sky, Skycap for like five years at some, like his home airport or something. Well, he goes to the airport to get him a ticket, and they're going to, he said, I'll, I'll take care of your ticket to, um, I think it was Madrid or something like that. I think it was Madrid, Spain. I'll pay for your ticket. You know, I'll take care of your ticket. We'll get you to Madrid, Spain, and I'll pay for your ticket from there to wherever you need to go in Somalia. And he went to the airport to try and get the ticket, and they said, uh, this has actually been canceled. He's like, what? I've had it for like 25 years. This was like 2007, I think it was, 2008, <clears throat> which I knew about that guy doing that program, but I didn't know the rest of the story. And, yeah, they said that he was doing things uh, that were outside the original contract, and he said, no, that's not true. So he sued them for the value of it. He's say, like, I that, want my. That, that's coming. I can imagine. Yeah, he sued. He sued him for not even a lot of money, and they said no, and no, we're not going to back down from this. Do you want to settle? Do blah 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 blah, and so it went to trial, and he lost. He lost because mm. they threw high-powered attorneys at it and tied it up. And he, he, 2007 was when they filed the lawsuit, or when he filed the lawsuit against American Airlines. It wasn't settled until 2014. It took him seven fucking years, and the whole time he's not able to fly anymore. Like, yeah. you know, but it was just really fucking sad to, to, I was like, God, what a bummer. And how depressed the guy got. Like, it was like his, that was his normal. Like, he would just go and fly, and he would take his family places and, sure. you know, uh, all these things. And uh, what ended up happening is he, he had a kid that died when his kid was like 13 or 14. Kid died, and he kind of, instead of diving into a bottle or anything like that, his comfort was knowing that if he needed to get away from the house or away from this or away from whatever, he could hop on a plane and go, and it became part of his life. That was part, part of, of the deal. It was yeah. part of his coping mechanism, so okay. to speak, a coping strategy, or so so to speak. And it just, it, I don't know, it was like, it kind of bums me out, and I'm just thinking, what a fucking, how shitty do you have to be? And then they went through, they explained it as to American Airlines got bought out by these people, these people, these people, these people, and then eventually... Someone at the top was like, wait, we're hemorrhaging money in this one area. This guy, this guy and a handful of other people fly first class all over the fucking world all the time. And it's costing us tons of money. Not costing them that much fucking money. Sure. So, but anyway, it was, it was, I had heard of that guy and I knew that they offered that. Right. And I thought it was cool as hell. He also still, the scam, it wasn't really a scam. He just racked up frequent flyer miles and would offload the frequent flyer miles to people. Okay. Because he was flying for free around the world. And that was world. part of the deal, though. You that could was do for, that. They never said that you couldn't do that, but they Obviously, said that American that was. Obviously, American Airlines at the time was trying to, it was a promotional item, plus they were trying to get a chunk of money. They could, they, when are people going to take this? So they're going to get an influx of yeah, they, millions they, of dollars. They said two dozen people. It was 24 people initially that did wow, it. That's not very many. Yeah. Yeah. But 24 people times $3 million. That's a lot of fucking money. Wait, 3 million. I thought it was 250,000. $250,000 in 1985. They oh, said with exchanges about okay. 3 million. It's like 2.8 million. 3 million times how many people? 24. 24. So $75 million. Yeah. That's a couple new jets back then. Maybe. Yeah. Right. Okay. Sure. Whatever. I don't know. Whatever. 
it, it helped them out, and that's exactly what they're trying to do is promotional Still a bum thing. deal because you think you have this. It is deal. a bum deal. Yeah, you, you put the money in. That's what the deal was, and then they somebody, you know, turns the tables on you. It's fucked up. Hey, let's take a break. Okay, we'll be back.
Fixing to get hectic outside, Paul. We had lots of small talk during the break. Yeah, lots of small talk. <laughs> I mean, capable of small talk. Joe knows that. We oh, all know God. That. It's so bad because he it, he doesn't even have medium talk. It's all big talk all the fucking time. There's some big things going on, it's, though, in the no, world, in our lives. I get it, man. I'm with you. I totally understand, and I agree. And small talk does kind of suck. I, I really don't like it either. It, the only time small talk to me is acceptable is if you're trying to, uh, if it's a funny, if you're making funny jokes, if you're joking around. Yeah, we start like, oh, weather's uh, been pretty, whatever. And then. Can't do that. Yeah. Like, well, you know, what's great about the weather is that uh, everything is getting uh, warmer and colder simultaneously. Storms are getting more severe. You know, I was at the grocery store just now and mayonnaise has gone up seven cents a quart. See, I just make my own mayonnaise. I don't bother paying into that corporate bullshit unless it's Duke's. I'm telling Duke's you, mayonnaise, the best goddamn mayonnaise. The man, the mayonnaise is controlling the mayonnaise. I got some man, man, man mayonnaise for you. That's the small talk. I can't. I yeah. Can't take, I can't. Take or it. Uh, how's it going today? Oh, good. No one's going fine. That's a bullshit. <laughs> no one's. Oh, what? I'm doing fine. Bullshit. But no one wants to hear your bullshit. So that's when I'm not, not. No one's sincere about how you're doing. It's, no one is really sincere. Do you ever see those? Uh, the meme that pops up on Facebook occasionally that says, uh, um, "Whenever you walk up to a white person, and go, how's it going? And or how's it? How's your day going? Or whatever." And they just go, "Living the dream." That's 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 white people speak for. I hate my life, and I kind of wish I was dead. <laughs> And I'm just like, God damn, that's I if I ever am caught saying I'm living the dream you seen in, the, seen in a non-ironic fan fashion, then people please stab me in the face. You seen the Bill Burr uh, recent. Uh, oh, yeah. We, we, we talk, he's talking uh, about his wife that I don't understand where this anger comes from. I don't under, understand. I just don't understand. <laughs> he then gives examples. And he's like, these are the reasons why. <laughs> Bill Burr is a national fucking treasure. I quote him way too often. Like anytime someone brings up Boston, like when I told fucking Cat Kennedy, I was like, you know, what Bill Burr says about Boston, right? And she goes, no. What? What? what oh God! I, she's like, I don't only imagine. So you know, he says it's a racist San Francisco, and she just 
thought she goes, for a second. Yeah. And then it goes, yeah. Damn, that's that's really accurate. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, he, he's an observer, like like uh, like uh, Jerry Seinfeld, but because that's but, what he is, but right? Funny, but but, <laughs> yeah, but but funny in this ultimate sarcastic, freaking cutting, and just can't not be funny when he does right. it. Like he doesn't have the ability to not be funny. Was being cynical. Like I can be funny and I can be cynical, but usually I come off like a cynical prick when I'm in that nasty mood. You've seen me there. We don't have to revisit. When it. he's talking with his wife about, they're watching some uh, some uh, uh, documentary on Elvis Presley. And his wife, he has a black wife. And uh, I didn't know that until the special, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. And so I had, had to look her up, see what she looked like, check her out, you know, that kind of thing. I check out everybody's wife. What, what the fuck does that mean? You know what that means? I think I know exactly what that means. You check <laughs> out everybody's uh, wife. Yeah. <laughs> That's what that means. Anyway, so um, so they were having a discussion. So, and because they were talking about uh, how, how she. Or how white people co-opt black people's stuff. Yeah, yeah. Right? Which has happened before. And, uh, and, and, he's, and he eventually Wait, just turned off the it documentary. It continues to happen. Right. But he, he ter- turned off the documentary. He goes, why are you turning off? Because, because this is going to get nothing but worse. I can tell right now. It's all, gonna, yeah. It's, it's going to go down there. And then, and then finally she kind of goads him along to watch it again or watch more of it. And, uh, and, uh, and, he, and he says, I, you know, I, I said something and got a little laugh out of it. And he goes, well, now, now i got to laugh at her. I'm a comedian. i got to keep going with my my conversation and my comments on this documentary have to. And, and at some point she says something and made a good point. And then he, which was drawing him back in to, to make, to have this conversation about b- white people co-opting black people stuff, whatever. And he goes, it's like the luge, you know, you're on, you can't get off the ride. You got it. You're on it. You're on it. You, you can't stop it. You're going to continue on and see where this fucking ride ends. And about his discussion or his argument with his black Which, wife on he, racial and stuff. he made good points in that too and it's kind of goes along with what I've said before is that like anybody who thinks that Elvis Presley is the king of rock and roll is a fucking asshole right and 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 to in either they're either an asshole because they didn't educate themselves and they make a dumb statement like that right or they're an asshole because they refuse to recognize the, uh, the ridiculous yeah. amount of work that went beforehand right. and Let's just talk about the fat old white guy that just stole a bunch of fucking songs, right. which and people love. They they know I'm a Led Zeppelin fan. They bring up Zeppelin, and I'm just like, I know Zeppelin stole a bunch of songs. Sure, they paid money for it. They got sued for it. It's made right. Let's fucking move on. But the the thing is, is you can still buy shit that says King of Rock and Roll, Elvis Presley. Right. I'm like, no, that's not not even close. It's self anointing. Like he's not even a du- yes, exactly. He's not even a Duke of Rock and Roll. The um, but it's funny because she, he said, "Look, I don't ever get mad at you. If I see a black guy on a skateboard, I don't, I don't. Get, I, I forgot about that example. It's so funny. He goes, yeah. that started in Southern California, Santa Monica. White people and blacks are taking <laughs> right. It was, was it was a bunch of white surfer kids and that like no. And I think that at that point, that's when she kind of laughed and he goes, "Oh, I got to laugh now. Now I'm going to keep going. With and, my, and then you with just have life. to keep going. You have to." <laughs> uh, there you have it, and there it is. So we think it's I've, gonna the bottom's gonna drop out of it, as they say. The sky, we'll see what happens. What you guys are gonna hear this in a handful of days from now? But this oh, is oh yeah, there's, this is the Monday. Our phones keep going off. Yeah, it's Monday the twenty third. Right, we all right? know it's getting and, later, and this little tropical system is finally made its way up here. It kept delaying the rain and delaying the rain all throughout the day. Small talk on Cartoon Casual, right. weather talk, and now but, it's here. But now it's here, and it's you. It, it's uh, if you look at it. I don't know. Uh, just I was reminded of something dumb that I said when I was a kid. 
I I I watched on TV, you know, the evening news, like five o'clock news or whatever, and they said, "Oh, it was a giant storm system coming in." I was probably eight or nine years old, and I'm looking at the radar on the on the TV, and everything's green, and then there's yellow, and then there's red, and then there's a dark red. And I ran outside, and then came back in and said, "Mom, the the, the clouds are not that color. I don't think that's here." <laughs> And my grandma, grandpa, dad, mom, everybody died laughing. That's funny. I, yeah, they laughed at me being an ignorant little kid. I was like 16, and it was like, see, I'm cracking jokes, and Paul's looking at his iPad. I 16, you should have known that. I, that's the joke. God damn it. Oh, okay. oh nice. Well sorry. done. Paul sorry. got a new iPad because he broke the last one. I didn't get a new one. Well, it is a new one, I think. It is a new it one. It might be a new one. What I'm saying, it's the same model, but I think it's a new It's new. But who the hell wouldn't you, you felt this thing? Who wouldn't put a case on it? I mean, the thing just slides around. It is. No, I get it's it. Ridiculous. I get it. I get I, it. I gotta put I a case it. on it. I fucking get I drop it. Drop the damn thing. I I kind of want to. There, there's a big update available. I don't know if I want to do it. It's almost like though, as far as the weather goes, it's, it's it, we've missed the as you, everybody knows we've missed the monsoon season this year. So it's almost like you want to get a couple chairs out there, and uh, and just watch the storm come. Yeah, except it's nighttime and all you see is the lightning, which yeah, I can see cool. over your head right now, and oh, it's really? freaking me out a little bit. Yeah. Is it like look at it's coming out of my head? Uh, yeah, it's, so it's kind of like normal. A, it's a visual representation of what I think is actually going on in your head, which is <laughs> constantly. It's like one of those bug zappers. <clears throat> is it like I almost have a good thought and a cogent response, but it just gets zapped by yeah by the little blue light thing? You know, That's gets it. The <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I have a question for you, Paul. Uh oh. What do you think about the about Colt not selling AR-15s to the general public anymore? I think it's hilarious. I don't know enough about the debate, and it was brought up to me. Not uh, not brought up, but how many companies make the AR-15? Uh, I I think there's I think there's I know that there's multiple seventy because I know that, like well I, I well I know Colt I think is the big one. They're like the top dog. I think they're the quality. The oh, highest okay. quality, All right. but that's just what I've heard anecdotally from just people. I don't know if that's like driven. If, that I don't know if that's if there are sales numbers to support. It's been that. licensed I out, I guess, to other manufacturers. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Wonder uh, who is the developer of the AR-15? Armalite. That's as an Armalite rifle. Gotcha. Okay. Jesus. I don't fucking. I don't, I'm not into guns. Yeah, but but you have the gun debate though. You should. No, I do. Like, no, I do. No, I do. But now like, I now I remember Armalite. I remember yeah. this. So I guess they license it obviously to Colt. Presumably, one of the people. So we should know. Or this. Or it's like we one of those military this. situations where you have like the Waco, uh, the gliders. Yeah. The, that they did for the Normandy invasion. Yeah. Those weren't all manufactured by Waco. It was right. Waco's design, and like four other companies made it along with them because sure. they needed they needed 10, a bunch of them. Everybody whatever. gets to make one. You get to yeah, make you one. Get one. You get to make. Yeah, one. it was like Oprah gliders. <laughs> Look under your seat. It's a glider. Oh, my God. It's the plans for a glider. You have to make a glider. Now you get to make a glider at home. (laughs) Help your country. Let's do it. Buy war bonds. Yes, we can or whatever. What is it? No, we don't. What's the with the the, the fucking Rosie the Riveter? What does she say? Like, is, is it yes we can? Women can do it's eighty percent as good as men. That's not it, what she says. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting in trouble. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I folks. don't think it is. Um, it's not yet. Obviously, that was is Obama's it we can do thing. It? But it wasn't. Is that is that what it is? I we think can it's do we it? can do it. Can I we think. look it up? Rosie Riveter Jesus poster. H. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Why don't you have a Rosie the Riveter poster in here? I don't. It's because kind of clashé. Clashé. Kind of like, kind of like that word. Clashé. Is it a little clashé? <laughs> uh, my buzz is wearing off. I gotta get another shot, Joe. 
I'm doing it now. Yeah, you should go Here more go. tequila. Yeah, it's we, it's we can do it. We can do it. Yeah. Okay. Three, Trace, Trace, um, Comas. There was a, um, I was watching, I know it's hard to believe, but I was watching on YouTube a. Will you hit it? Not babysit an it. Old, Jesus Christ, an old interview shot. on with Steve Jobs, which was hard to believe. I know I, I saw one of those. And there was. Um, well, there aren't any new interviews with Steve Jobs. Paul's trying to take a shot, and he wants to crack up. They're pretty. My, they're pretty quiet, but they are. They <laughs> the questions get asked, and then all you hear are butterflies flapping their wings. Oh, I hear worms calling around. Oh, oof. gross! Gross! I'm sure he was cremated. You think so? I don't know. Jamie, look that up. Yeah, no shit. Let me pull that up. He had to be cremated. He's not going to be buried. He's a hippie. Yeah, that's true. Right? Sort of. But, uh. If you're cremated, you're not. You're you're just kind of reduced down, and all that, yeah. all those nutrients you could use to feed the earth are gone, kind of gone up in smoke. So you really, you really should do is plant yourself underneath a small tree. Yeah, but that's how you get haunted forests. Like that's a bad idea. Oh, because they make they, they, they make those like where you you're cremated yeah. and they throw you into like a biodegradable urn mm-hmm. that has a seed in it or a sapling, and then you plant it out wherever. And that's a haunted forest. Yeah, that's and that's that would be a haunted fucking forest. Can you think? Okay. You know, think about that. Uh, That's how Treebeard comes. So I was on. watching this Steve Jobs thing. It was like a, a me, during a medium apple. Like, and it wasn't young Steve Jobs. It wasn't old dying Steve Jobs. It was somewhere in the middle. Okay. We were just coming, I think just coming back to Apple, I think. Coming back to Apple from next and all right, that and right. being fired. Yeah. And there was a term near the end of his. It was a rather, um, rather a motivational kind of in front of a small group of people. And it was a, it was one of the better ones I've seen with him. He knows how to handle a crowd, of course, obviously. But uh, this one, what it, one of his last statements was, and I not I shit you not was um, something about to make something doing to make Apple great again. <clears throat> and I saw that and I went, oh, I wonder if that's where that came from, Mr. It's Trump. It's funny because it's MAGA. But then it's I believe still the same initials too. Yeah, making Apple great again. So yeah. I, I heard that one. That's funny. And then, but then I thought, because I also thought, because someone dug up a bunch of old KKK stuff somewhere where, where someone had a sign from an old KKK rally that says something like Make America Great Again or something like that. Yikes. I, I believe that does exist. We'll have to look that up. Now, Jamie, look that up. Now, too. you can blame a lot of things on Trump. Right. I don't think you can fucking, <laughs> you can't put that on him. Oh no no no! I'm not saying. Oh that okay, he's... just I'm just making sure it, it is peculiar. It's kind of funny, right? But I just wonder. But if Apple like... said it too, also. So yeah, yeah, of course. So that was, I mean, well, look at Apple. Apple's pretty fucking white. I'm just saying. Yeah, they are kind of pretty white. They are. Um, uh, what was that point? Oh, let me... cheers. Sorry. Please, yeah. salute. You fucking nerd. You say cheers. You cheers when you when you uh drink tequila. No. Ah. <sighs> I'm gonna start doing shots of tequila and be like Nazdrovia. Boom. It should be um it should be um Damn it. Yeah, the Mexican. Salud. Salud, thank you. Thank you. I don't know I how many times it. I have to say it before it sticks. Killing brain cells. You kill the rest of that bottle. I I, I, close. I, I need you fucked up on this podcast and me nope. stone cold sober. Nope. Um so, tell us more about your Ohio trip, though. I don't want getting the personal stuff. Warped that's not, that's not I'm looking. Oh, yeah. Family drama aside. Yeah. Uh, Warped Wing Brewing, which we've talked about before. It's in a mm-hmm. former Wright Brothers uh, factory slash warehouse. Mm-hmm. 
I and the folks that follow me on 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 social media saw this already, but there were three stickers. They have these big concrete pillars at the bar, right? Okay, you know, left over from the factory, whatnot. Big industrial, like three foot by three foot by probably twenty five foot pillars with stickers all over them. They invite us, you know, the hometown, the brewery, or if you're if you work at a brewery, own a brewery, whatever, you throw a sticker on there. I found an old Blackbridge sticker, which is, was the first time I went there, which was 2000. Oh, it's still there. 14. Yeah, yeah 2014 oh. was the first year I went there, and I, mm-hmm. I the old Blackbridge. Like one of the black and red stickers is on there, and then I was looking around and I'm like, I thought I put another one up here, and I found a fucking Transplant City Beer Company, which shout out to Justin and the boys down there. That's down TCBC just opened up last year in Chandler. Okay, and there was a fucking little tiny brewery in Chandler, Arizona, had a sticker up there, so I took a picture of it and posted, tagged him, and I'm like. Who do you know that would have gone to this brewery in Dayton? He's like, dude, I don't know anybody from Ohio. And then he shared it to their page, Facebook page, and like, hey, we want to know who went there because this is cool as hell that like two people from Arizona or from that area or whatever went there. So I was like, man, that's fucking cool. Even cooler, there's a Slippery Pig. Oh, Slippery Pig wow. Brewing, Paulsbo, Washington, Dave and Shauna Lambert. I tagged them and they can't figure it out. They asked all of their employees. They asked a bunch of their customers. It's to a point now where they're trying to figure it out because it's so strange. And it had to have been one of the first ones because I didn't notice it until I was sitting at the bar and I looked over, you know, four or five bar stools over to my left. I see like the top half of their logo. And I, so I got up and I was like, hang on one second, mom, like interrupted her, got up and walked over and moved coasters and a little plant out of the way. And there's the slippery pig logo. Okay. Holy shit. Wow. And so it being down at the bottom right by the bar means it was one of the first ones because all that real estate is taken up. So it has to be six or seven years old. Is it only for brewery stickers? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, there's a handful of beer stickers, but they're like associated with a certain brewery. I was going to ask you if you applied any cartoon casual stickers anywhere. I put a cartoon casual sticker up high. Okay. And I also, there's, there's cartoon casual stickers posted. Throughout Dayton? Throughout Dayton and Yellow Springs. Okay. And um, anywhere in the Air Force Museum? No, no. There's certain <laughs> things that are sacred, and I didn't okay. go there this time around. Okay. Right. Uh, no, I wouldn't do that because it would get scraped off. There's yeah. nowhere to put it that would be proper. Uh, but there's definitely you put on like a, one of the original Wright flyers or something. Oh fuck! <laughs> Inside one of the wind, the, their wind. Hey tunnels. Orv, check hey, it out. Oh lord, don't say Orv. <laughs> so bad, <laughs> you know. Oh, I encouraged my mother to watch The Drunk History with Wilbur and Orville Wright. And, Did she and watch it? I don't know if she's watching it. I just told her about it yet, uh, two days ago. Like Saturday morning, we were talking about it. And I said, Mom, you should check out Drunk History because it's really funny. It's incredibly well done. And then make sure she you watch un- the she Wilbur Wright. Of, she like, didn't know about it, no. no. See, this is good that you, you're you showing her things like this to yes. make her laugh and be funny. And Absolutely, yeah. You know, you know what I mean? You got to get her on track. Uh-huh. So there you go. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Because it is funny. There's lots of cartoon casual presence in Ohio. Good. And we have a good following there. Uh, yeah, I like to think so. It's the middle of the country. Yeah, fuck yeah. The middle of the country. God's country. Kind of. That's not, not the really. name of that. It's no. German's country. I think you should come out there with me next spring. I will come out there with you at some. I definitely I don't will. want. But I, yeah, but here's the thing. I'm afraid you're never going to show up. And like the ne- the first time you go out there is going to be the last time you go out there. And it's going to be why? Like, well, because it'll be an, an urn full of your ashes will be oh, the only great. time you make it a fucking. Why are you going to bring Ohio. an urn full of my ashes to Ohio? It has no meaning. We'll go on a road trip. 
I you said you would go there, and now finally I'm able me to on go a, there. You, you like like video uh, uh, documented, like and just me talking to you <laughs> on a road trip. Like, hey, Paul, ah, fucking. He doesn't even do small talk anymore. It's just no talk. What's there? Just sit. You just sit there and be all ashy. What the fuck? And you hit a big pothole, and and the lid'll come off. Oh god! Your windows will be open. It's gonna just fill the car. Do you, Do you ever see the interview with the Monty Python guys? Uh, where uh, where John Cleese has the urn of uh, a, a Graham was a Graham Chapman that that passed that yeah like early on like twenty I think years I've ago heard of this and he fucking has it he's like we brought Graham with us and there it's an urn and they keep talking and they're like what do you think Graham oh I keep forgetting that he's dead like and he's there <laughs> and uh, somebody uh, they go to set it out in front and uh, like they trip and fall and fucking ashes go scatter everywhere scooping up the ashes but here's the thing no one knows whether that was actually Graham Chapman's ashes or not because somebody uh, like most people would not people that know them know that that could potentially be how fucked up they are yeah right that shit cracks me up Cracks me so you up. Never, and they're never like, not going to tell anybody, probably. Never. So never going gonna to tell. It's even funnier that way. It's funny. Anyway. Yeah. No, you. Uh, my brother and I, I think, are going to do a rafting trip in West Virginia next spring, and I think you should go. Folks, what do you think? Should Paul go rafting sure, with I'll the go. Fellers boys? I've been uh, rafting. West by God, Virginia. I've been Where? rafting at the, in the fucking river that Deliverance was filmed in. Well, that's That explains so much. Yep. What is that? That's the uh, Chattoog. Is it the Chattooga River? Fucking, I don't remember. Let's look that up. Or it's the uh, Etowahs no, in Tennessee. I think it's the Chattooga River. I th- I could be way... People are screaming now that are whitewater people going, that is not the Chattooga. I'm pretty sure my brother... It, yeah, it is Chattooga. Okay, thank yeah. you. I think. It really is too bad that there's that one scene. Here's Here's the thing. How come Deliverance has a male anal rape scene and people make fun of Deliverance, but Pulp Fiction has a, an even more graphic and violent male-on-male anal rape scene? And, and Pulp what? Fiction is lauded and won a fucking Academy Award. I think Deliverance won Academy Awards. Oh, okay, fair enough. I'll give you that. So maybe, so maybe if we get it, give uh, well, uh, maybe that's the formulaic. If we, if you and I were just to do anal rape scene, we could probably get an Academy Award. <laughs> is that the is that the formula? That is not how I want to expand this co- the, this uh, podcast. <laughs> but uh, you know, maybe if we added video, maybe yeah. if people saw the fact that while we are not only are we jerking each other off verbally, we're actually jerking each other off on this show. Might be fantastic. Well, no, Deliverance came out in '72. That's coming up on 50 years, right? Good lord. Yeah, it is. So it's coming up on 50 50 years out. So uh, Pulp Fiction came out 25 years ago. Which is also so, hard to believe. Yeah, it kind of makes me feel old too. Uh, 25 years ago. So if we give Pulp Fiction another 25 years, you think people will make fun of it? Or do you think it's just the hillbilly aspect of people like to make fun of? That's a good point, though. I mean, I think the thing with Pulp Fiction is there's so much to Pulp Fiction, though. It's just got... There's a ton of shit to Deliverance as well, but people only remember the fucking anal rape scene. I don't know why. You're right. It's like, you know, squeeable, blah, 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 blah. That's all you hear. Comedians were using that line all the time in their their shows. Well, you know what? Maybe it's because the revenge that was gotten on those guys that did that to Ned Beatty. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because their revenge it wasn't as immediate as in in Pulp Fiction. Does that make sense? Like it because it was yeah. they're both horrendous, horrendously violent uh, mm-hmm. ways to die. Uh, you know, and how you kill your rapist. But like 
it was a slow burn and it was other shit going on in Deliverance. So, like, I, f- I always feel like you well, could take the scene out and the, it would be a fantastic but, but movie. But Pulp Fiction had a whole bunch of sub stories. The whole, oh, of course, you know I mean? of course, just, of course, of course. It was, I think it was more complex. And by the way, there's another, isn't there another Tarantino movie coming out? There's another big. It just came out. You, you, you hang out here in their bunker all the time. Once know, Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's been in theaters and now out. And okay. it pisses me off that I didn't get a chance to see it. There's something else coming up, though. I, I, like a Cohen, maybe maybe Tarantino. Tarantino just a... came out with Once Upon a Time oh, okay. in Hollywood, yeah, so okay. he doesn't have anything else coming out soon. That's the one with all the heavy-hitting actors, right? We're talking big. Yeah, Brad Pitt and, you know, I don't know. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, yeah, I believe. Yeah, yeah. They hang out. I think you're thinking of Scorsese. Scorsese's got The Irishman coming that's out. That's it. Maybe that's with, what I'm thinking with of. With De Niro, De Niro, Pacino. Uh, t- 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 um, uh, Joe Pesci. These guys, between Tarantino and 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 uh, Scorsese, they're just going to pull out all the heavy hitters. They're just going to get them. They all. might as well until all those people die. Are dead. They're going to. You have to use them up until they're until they're gone. I mean, Scorsese. I feel like he hasn't done uh, a whole hell of a lot as far as the heavy hitters are concerned since um, Departed. Departed. Yeah. But I don't think you could ever put together a cast like the Departed ever again because those people worked. For pennies compared to what they normally work for. They just wanted to do it, right? Yeah, because, well, you start looking at that cast, and as it gets more and more fleshed out, then other people wanted to join. I wonder if uh, Scorsese went to him and said, look, I'm, g- I'm going to use all these people, but I can't I can't pay you what you're really worth. Right. Sorry. I wonder if that's how it went. Yeah. Like, or, or they all went, hey, I want to do this. I'm not even going to, you know, I'll take a million bucks or something. Well, the, uh, what's the fucking, uh, with the, the, the Wall Street, Wolf of Wall Street? Yeah. Because he did that, right? Right. And, uh, Jonah Hill had just, just been nominated for an Academy Award mm-hmm. for, like, supporting actor or some shit like that for Moneyball. Well, he worked for, like, the SAG minimum or some shit like that on that, Which is on that movie. Just, it's not, it's, I think, I think for that, for, like, that amount of screen time is, like, 25 grand. Which... I would love to have 25 grand, but he also was coming off of a, an Academy Award nomination. He's an up and coming actor and he's really good. So he did it. He just took the minimum so that he could work with Scorsese, which I which I totally get. And that's cool. So I think it's not outside the realm of possibility that he just went to a few people, you know, DiCaprio, probably DiCaprio and Nicholson first and said, listen, I have this. I want to redo this. Have you ever seen the original? It's called uh, Internal Affairs. No. It's, in a, it's a Hong Kong. It's a Hong Kong movie. I don't think it's so. fucking just as brilliant. Okay. Some people will even argue that it's better. I. It can't be better. Like it just can't. There, there's. There's no way that it can be better. Uh, and that fucking movie won all the Academy Awards and it won a fucking Grammy for the soundtrack, which I love because the Dropkick Murphys won a Grammy for being on the soundtrack, and they got all the guys in the band got Grammys, and I saw them drink. Guinness out of it <laughs> at a show in Vegas. It was like 2007. It was like right, like two months after they got the Grammys. It's badass, and it's cool that they had all their Grammys set up on stage when like the screen, like the when the when the uh, 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 the the curtain came up. Right, you have all this gold for this punk rock band from Boston. <laughs> it's fucking <laughs> just like working class punk rock band from Boston, just kind of somehow slipped and fell and accidentally got a was on a Grammy award That's probably why they're doing it too because this guy gets kind of they they love it but it's funny to them even, in a way. yeah which is why they were drinking out of them yeah. you know like it's this fucking Stanley Cup but they probably anyway uh, if you're DiCaprio these guys you know most of these heavy hitting actors they have enough money and they still want to make a lot of money but they're also going to look I mean most of these guys care about the art form they're into it they want to they want to be part of a badass movie right and uh and they're going to make something from it but they're probably very okay with working with again Scorsese or Tarantino 
to make this happen. So let's go back to deliverance then. What, what, how do you uh, make the decision as Ned Beatty to, to take that role? I don't know. You know what who, I mean? Who was like, the, I forgot who the director was. I can't remember either. Like, I, want, I thought I it was an Altman movie, but I, I, don't, I don't think it was. See if the was. director's one of the ones that would like, oh, God, it was uh, so-and-so. No wonder you. All right, here's what's going to happen. You're going to take it in the ass. And he's like, well, uh, do I have to squeal like a pig? Yes, you do. Damn, fact I, in fact, in that's, fact, that's in the. It's amazing how you guessed that. <laughs> that's horrible. I swear it was uh, it was Robert Altman. But Burt Reynolds it, just died recently, didn't he? He did? He did. That's right. Yeah. Uh, John Borman. John Borman. What else did he do? John Borman directed. Love IMDb. Fuck it. Yeah, me too. It's amazing. When when I first discovered IMDb, I think it was like about two thousand one. It's one of the, it was one of the best apps ever for anything. I fucking went down a rabbit hole, and people were like, "Are you okay?" Because okay? I hadn't. Like, yeah. Are you going to be okay? No. Haven't fin- found the end yet. All right, John Borman. Let's see if I recognize any of these goddamn movies. Um, no. All right, so who... Pro- Excalibur. All right, well, let's came see. Came out the year you graduated, the year I was born. Let's see who produced it. Then. Oh, Zardoz. Zardoz? Oh, God. Zardoz with the fucking Sean Connery and the red, like, leotard-looking thing where his chest is all bare. Oh. Like the sci-fi movie. Yeah, he fucking uh, directed that. All right, see who who produced it. That That's the next question. Uh, Deliverance. Well, there's other... Something else, though, I was wondering. I think... I was wondering if maybe he did... <sighs> okay, who produced Deliverance? All right, John Borman. Like, I know the name John Borman should be more familiar. All right, so who... 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 Who's a producer? Dude, I, I, I don't know. Producer, there's two. John Borman and Charles Orme. No. There's, no, there, there, there's nobody f- famous on that at all. Okay. I think downtown's getting more rain than we are right here. Uh-oh. Good thing I have to go down there later on. You know what, you know what though? Deliverance, it, there's a reason why Deliverance looks so good. Because it's a good-looking movie. Is Vilmos Zygmunt. Do you know that name? Uh, no. Vilmos Zygmunt is a Hungarian uh, cinematographer. And he did Maverick. Um, let's see. Well, this is seventy two. Also, this is before. I mean, this this was kind of early. Pure, it's pure film. It's pure yeah. pure film. Uh, not a lot of. It, it just made. It just looks really, really good. So I'm gonna have to. I haven't watched Deliverance in probably ten years. You should watch it. It's fucking. It's a tremendous movie. Oh well, yeah. Uh, he so Vilmos Zygmunt is known for doing um like he did The Body, Life as a House, uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. The Ghost in the Darkness, Assassins, uh, again, Maverick, Sliver, all these really good, slick-looking move- movies. Like, they just look good. I like. I knew that there was somebody that was the Bonfire of the Vanities. Like a Tesla Fat Man Model Little, S. Like Fat Man and Little Boy, Witches of Eastwick, Real Genius, The River, okay. No Small Affair, Table for Five, Jinx, like all these great-looking movies. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he was the guy. Like, and... and um, they... Uh, who got him? So, somebody... 
I want to say it was Tarantino got him for uh, Django. He was one of the cinematographers on Django. Okay. Because he wanted it to look like a... Remember when he talked about Django, he said, I don't want a Western. I want something that looks like that, but it takes place in the South. So he calls it a Southern. Okay. It's true, though. Yeah. Like, you know, pre, pre-Civil War... Which most you know most westerns are post civil war because there wasn't much sure. much going on out here. And actually, well, that that was only the, the key. It was only a couple three years. They say that all this wild west stuff was really going on. Yeah, you know, that we we imagine. Yeah, you know, as far as the gun fighting time period and that kind of. I stuff. I heard I heard twenty years. Yeah, I heard I've, I've, I heard I've, many fewer than that. You no, know, like well, it, like about eighteen seventy to eighteen ninety, and then the industrial revolution started to take off. Maybe I'm wrong. No, no, it's just like post the civil war vets. Like sure. those guys moved west. A lot of them weren't paid, right. so they were like in the Revolutionary War. They had war bond, the bonds or whatever. They, and then they just were like, "Well, we can't pay you, but you can have free land, and you don't have to pay tax on the land for X amount of years." Right. So they moved west, uh, and then you had the Gold Rush in 1849 that had a huge influx, and then so just after that, after that, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, Southern. But I've heard that where it's a, it's a very, it's not. We think of the Wild West as like all of the whole 1800s or something, but that's not, it's not, not yeah. even close to that. It was, it's post civil war yeah. and before 1900, um, which reminds Josie me, Josie Wales. Oh Lord. My mom loves all those movies and I just can't fucking get into okay. them, man. I can't, I can't do of it. The old spaghetti Westerns or Western Clint Eastwood stuff. Josie Wales is my, is my favorite. The other ones I could really do without, to be honest. Was it? Don't piss down my back and tell me it's raining. They don't get, yeah, at the very end when the war, they're trying to give him the you know don't don't piss down my back and tell me it's raining, Senator. I think he's talking to a senator. Senator, I think you're right. He is talking to a senator. We looked it up on on this podcast before, which I so, which I've used that before. It's a very, it's very good, it's a very good quip or statement. Quip, it is, it is. I'm just giving you a line of fucking crap just to shut you up. Don't piss down my back and tell me it's raining. No, I just want to watch the outlaw Josie Wales. What I really liked was the is it is not for is it for a few dollars more fistful of dollars. Fuck, I can't remember. It's straight up stolen from an Akira Kurosawa film. It is. Well, here's the problem. It, it, you know what the problem with some of those most of those spaghetti westerns? It was fucking Clint Eastwood's girlfriend. What's it? Sandra Locke? Is that her name? Sandra Locke. Sandra, is that her the actress I, name? I act- think I guess that's yeah. the chick that's in Outlaw Josie Wales and several yeah. others. She was also in uh, Sudden Impact, I think. That okay. was a, that was a Clint Eastwood Dirty Harry movie. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was one of the later ones, right? Yeah, yeah. and I think she was in that too. It's like why, why does she, she have? Because to- she's a horrible actor. Oh, oh, she's like the she's like Linda McCartney. Yeah, hand her a, hand her a tambourine and she's still not on the beat. Yes, that was awful. Those are the worst to me. Those are the worst part about one of the worst parts about those movies. But you're right. I did, the whole the whole uh, gun ricochet, the, the the way the guns sounded in the spaghetti westerns, and then the so they didn't sound like it was a real gun first of all, and then they made all these ricochet noises all the time that were yeah. added in. The audio was added, added in later and stuff. Which just makes it kind of sound dumb. It's not it's kind of campy. Not, that's, and they think I think that's what it is. It's like overly dramatic. Yeah, and not just. Uh. No, I, there's something I wanted to tell you. I, so I go, to, I go to this family reunion thing, right? It's my mm-hmm. dad's side of the family, my dad's mother, my grandmother. It's her side of the family, the Bakers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, her uh, would be her mom was a Bailey, and the Baileys came over from Ireland. Really? Well, they, like yeah. Baileys, Irish cream? Absolutely. 100%. Wow. 
They have like a and my piece grandmother, of that action. My gra- I don't think they had a piece of that action. I, I, I don't think <laughs> a piece of the Irish. A, a little bit of you that. Meet Bailey's. somebody drunk in the bar. Yeah, I'm. I'm from the. I'm a heir to the Bailey's Irish cream. <laughs> Which would be amazing. I'd be okay with some of that money. Sure. No. So this woman, Anna Kelly Bailey, was the first Bailey born in the United States. Wow. Not the first from our the Bailey oh, from not not, not of all time. One. It was just like the first oh, okay. one from our family. All right. Uh, and. Anna Kelly Bailey was born June 7th, 1795, mm-hmm. and died January 7th, 1896. Wow. 101 years old. Excuse me. Wow, thank you for that horrible fucking re- reaction. <laughs> that was a hiccup, burp, and a little bit of vomit. It, in the it hey, was. Paul, can you take that last shot of tequila, please? I'm going to clean it down. My God. Wow. So my, my, my real... You know, a lot of credit goes to my, uh, I guess you would call a second, excuse me, second cousin. <laughs> no, you're I, no, it's the fact that I just got a whiff of your fucking horrible burp in the tequila. <laughs> and vomit. Oh, you're so <laughs> disgusting, Paul. Oh. Anyway, uh, I also am still having some GI issues from uh, consuming way too much rich food. Uh, Want at, some baking soda? No. Okay. No, I'm good. No, actually, I need the opposite of that. I need acid, a lot more acid. Oh. Uh, no, it's just fucking had a shitload of Skyline chili yesterday. Yeah, and you, just because I, I had to pile it or something. I had to pile it on. Well, you have to understand. Understand, there's Skyline chili uh, in Ohio. You have Skyline and you have Gold Star. Those right. are your two factions. Now, granted. The original OG is Dixie Chili, and I and I, I recognize there that. There was that place here that tried it for about 20 minutes. They did, and they, they did, and they, yeah, and it was, I think Tim and I kept him in business for about six weeks. I don't understand why that place can't just make consistent money either. I don't get you it. You know, the Wallapai Quick Stop pulled out of there too. Why? The car, because they just, they don't, the, it's a terrible. It seems the concept is good though. Like car it's a wash, good idea a car the- wash. There's a thing you can drive through and get a cup of coffee when they had coffee, and then they had when snow it- cones, and then they had chili, and then they had. It's just a shit location. Okay. It's fine. All right. Anyway. Well, I just wanted to pack it in and get as much Skyline chili as possible, and I'm down. And I just kind of regret it because it's all <laughs> gassy and gross. Anyway, a huge credit goes to my my second cousin. I guess my dad would be my dad's cousin, mm-hmm. right? So, dad's cousin and uh, cousin Cindy, who actually used to live here in Kingman a million years ago. But uh, she do- does a lot of genealogy research, her and her sister Sherry. And they've tracked a lot of the stuff back. Dude, one of the more interesting things is they, they, they had all these family tree things laid out and all this at the you know little family reunion we had. And all these pictures, which is where I found the picture of my grandparents, which is one of the coolest fucking things ever mm-hmm. to see your grandparents young. smoking young and smoking cigars and drinking at the table and playing cards. And which is just because you never think about your grandparents like that and, and party animals and all that. And my dad could have been made that night. You don't even know because it was before my dad was born. So you should do the math uh, and figure out if it could have been that's that gross. Night. It's not a dated picture. I thought about it. And then I'm like, I don't really need to know that much about right. my dad's conception. Uh, but the family tree, I I found this to be really interesting. Uh, goes they could go back to like like on the Bailey side, a little bit further, like beyond the Bailey, like one of them, whatever. George another Bailey. Name, George Bailey. <laughs> My <Nope>. son. No, <laughs> you know George Bailey. But yes, I know George Bailey. Okay. Uh, fuck it. Anyway, 
so it gets pretty far back and into the late 1600s. I'm like, this is pretty cool. Not in the Bailey side, but in the, another section of it. But then you kind of trace it down, and then it gets to like, oh, that guy, that woman from this line married this guy, and that's where the Bailey line comes from. But when you go in there, there was like these N next to a handful of names, and I asked Cindy what that is, and she's like, kind of looked shady about it, and I was like, I don't understand. What is that? Like, it wasn't like a baby that died or something young. And she's like, no. And I didn't write this in there. This is photocopies from old stuff. And I said, okay, what is it? And she goes, Negro. I was going to say, is it the N word? Yeah, it was just Negro. I mean, it wasn't like, right. it wasn't, it was just saying. So someone married a Negro. Yeah, but you also had I and then you had P and C and the I was uh, Irish. And then you had Protestant and Catholic and N for Negro. So like they were just kind of showing in there like that, like somebody did that research years ago. Mm-hmm. And then she kind of started tracing it back and then found that information and just kept that. And so like what I'm saying is I'm heart black. So Good, that's cool. I do, now I want to do one of the 23andMe things and see how black I am, which is fun. I, I think everybody should do that, except it's a huge privacy issue, are, are you, and I don't are, like are, the idea of stockpiling my you, DNA. It's not a, a common ancestor from that split off. You're saying you actually do have some black DNA. Absolutely. Well, we all do, first of all. Well, we, of course, because we all come back come from Africa, but I'm right. talking in the past like eight generations, six generations. I don't know if I'm black at all. Which is, uh, I, I think you've got some soul. I I'd like to have some black. I list of (laughs) (laughs) yeah, you do. Oh my god! It was just. I thought it was interesting to to know that I've got a little bit more than the native. I I know that I have native, and that you know they're in the uh, very, Mm -hmm. not very far back at all. Like my mom's dad. I mean, didn't didn't they prove? Didn't they prove that? Speaking of having black in you or whatever. Didn't they show that that the best way to actually advance the human race is not to have you you know be fucking blue blooded like everybody the, needs to be fucking each other all the time that was like a I'm talking is about is it a way across I mean that's, yeah. that's the way to improve it is not to stay within your strain exactly is what it's, I'm it's, saying it's, it's, you're deep it's the, in the opposite gene pool. of what the yes, yes. What the white supremacists that's want yes exactly for example well here's the thing all those white supremacists want to do that so they can stay so quote pure and eventually what's going to happen is they're all going to be a bunch of webbed handed and footed uh, fucking hemophiliacs that all right. look like have you ever seen that that what we talked about it before on this show the uh king tut the mri scans that where they recreated king tut oh, in, yeah, in the yeah. flesh and he was yeah. all fucked up he, yeah, he was he was distorted. He was yeah. He was. Uh, I mean, horribly. He was like a, he was a mort, not a mort. Whatever. He's like he had, a transformer almost. He was not a transformer because transformers are useful. He was like a transformer <laughs> if it's like a if you're transforming from a really shitty robot into a really shitty king and then back into a really shitty. He, he robot. He probably couldn't even walk right. He, he no, he, he couldn't. So he, had a, he had a club up. foot and he had very like broad hips, really narrow shoulders. Because they're trying to keep it all and, in, in the family. Oh yeah, they and they did for like. Like they for generation after generation after generation, brothers and sisters, not even first cousins, like brothers and fucking sisters. Oh, God. Yeah. So anyway, throw up. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. The the who is the comedian that says that we should do so much fucking that in like 10 generations, everybody's just tan like khaki that the human race will no longer be. <laughs> it won't be black or white or Hispanic or Mediterranean or Ashkenazi Jew or Mediterranean Jew. It'll be khaki. Everyone will be khaki, like a nice, comfortable pair of slacks. Like if you were to average, I bet you someone's done this, right? Someone's probably averaged out all of the people's color 
in, yeah. into one color. I, I can actually send you a chart that actually, it's not a chart. It's like a computer mock-up of all these average faces. Of oh, this like, is the average color. It's pretty cool. Which, and the, which means and eventually and that's, what it's, khaki. that's what it's going to be yes, eventually. exactly. And it shouldn't matter. Like the fact right. that it's even a discussion really just irritates the shit out of me. But there's always going to be those folks that don't like people that are different from them. Well, the, However, pe- the people that are superior will make sure they let you know that. Yeah, it's, it's crazy how, like, you have to tell me that you're superior. Right. People right. like Elon Musk or those, we always use that as an example, but they don't really walk around saying how superior their race is. Look at, yeah, or their <laughs> IQ or, or right. anything else that, eh, it's like you didn't, it's like you've told me before, like, if you, you can't really be proud of something you didn't do. You had nothing like you, to do You had with nothing it. to do with it. Right. Absolutely you can, nothing. You can feel lucky or fortunate or something along those lines. Blessed, you whatever. You can't be yeah, proud. You can't really be proud because proud means that you put in some sort of effort. I, to me, it does. Yeah, I and I never really thought about it like that until you came along, sir. So thank you for philosophizing. Like you can be proud. Like if you have a child, and and they get they pop out. Yeah, you're not. You shouldn't be proud of your three month old because they not haven't. At that they, moment. they haven't done anything, and neither of you. Right. So, you, but, you should be proud of the fact that you kept them alive. Right. And then later on, so if, they, easy if to they're strangle doing, them. doing well and they're doing, <laughs> it's so easy to strangle them. <laughs> I mean, you can literally just kind of take their head and go. Boop, and then it's done. Right. That's not nice. You could step on them by accident. They accident, say. like they, they fucking. How did your How did your kid accidentally fall down a flight of steps into a dumpster? Right. I don't know. I don't know. He happens. doesn't like formula. Jesus Christ, this young, went dark. Young kids tend to bounce more. They do. Though they absolutely do. They don't That's why it's called a bouncing baby. Bones just don't break, and then they collapse like an old person. Oh my God! They flex like a like the wings on a beautifully well built German glider. <laughs> <laughs> Gummy flugel. A gummy flugel, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fly, flying, flying gummy. No. Rubber wing. Rubber wing. You're a rubber wing. <laughs> One of my gliders is nicknamed a gummy by the Germans, a gummy flugel. Because the wings are that flexible. Yeah. Fucking <clears throat> rubber God, wing. Goddamn Germans. They're funny. Anyway. They're not funny. They're not. No, they're not funny. Except, uh, except uh, he's a potty pooper. Oh, God. <laughs> Jennifer poops at parties. What? <laughs> She poops at parties. Do yourselves <laughs> a favor, folks, if you don't know who Flula is. Okay, Flula, F-L-U-L-A. He has a YouTube channel. He was in Pitch Perfect 2. He's fucking funny as hell. He's a German guy, and he has a commentary on Jennifer. Just, go, just, go, just go to YouTube and put in Flula Jennifer, <laughs> and that it'll show up, and you watch it. Thank you. Or rather, thank me later. Anyway. When I was in uh, <clears throat> Germany for the two summers almost, like I said, I drove around. I did a lot of touring around different cities, walked around a lot of places. And we may have spoken about this before, I'm sure, on the episode. But I did not see one German comedy uh, venue. Like a stand-up comedy? Right. Play, well, I'm not sure. Did, they, they, did probably you go to a variety? they probably had a couple in Berlin now. I don't know. Wasn't there a variety <clears throat> show or something you saw? Yes. Joe. Involving... Uh, like teeth, yeah, I'm sure. Vagina he, dentata, I did, believe, is a Freudian term for didn't it. Didn't we talk about this also? No, I think it was a while back. It might be time to revisit it. It was a yeah. It was kind of a I thought it was a strip club show thing, but it wasn't. It was, was it was it was the neighboring little. T- I was in a little place called Untergrombach. Okay, Untergrombach under the mountain or under the hill or something like that. Yeah, Unter, cool. there's Obergrombach and Untergrombach. So anyway, the next bigger little village was Bruxall. And that's where this little thing was. I used to ride my bike there and go shopping and stuff. It's maybe 
six or seven miles on a nice, really, they had a beautiful road, kind of a straightish road to Brooksalt with these big old mature trees over it, with all these BMWs and stuff driving on it. It was really neat. But there was like a sidewalk. It was a long sidewalk. It was miles long. Nice white people to walk on it, ride their bikes on it. So I used to do that. Anyhow, I went with the owners or someone of the uh, of the uh, factory there, the glider factory, <clears throat> to this show because they said you have to go to this show just because we can say that we took you there and you can say that you've been there. I'm going, okay, great. That's you know. what people say about donkey shows. Exactly. That's just exactly, throwing that's that out there. Yeah, just so you can say that you did it. Okay. So it was an adult venue. They had some kind of a kitchen there, but I don't think we ordered any food at all. But they had liquor and booze and like a stage and kind of like these velvet curtains that would open up and there would be some it was like a, there were various acts it could have been like a, even a juggling guy there or something but at some point there was a, a woman uh who was not young you know middle ish <laughs> probably and not, not young not, I, that's like the most politically sensitive way you could put that not let's a, just say this woman was not young not really attractive but she was doing various things she was probably topless when she first came out there or maybe not i don't know she was just kind of doing there's music playing, but you can still hear her talking, and there's not a lot of people there. It's probably a third full, half full in this place that would hold maybe 50 people at okay. the most. And uh, I'll just cut to the chase. So one of the acts she did near the end of her show. Wait, no, no, no. Build up to this. Because I, well, now I, I didn't know she did other things too. So what was she doing? Like she like, I think just crush beer cans with her boobs or anything like that probably things like that but probably how do you not remember this this because because the last thing she did wiped out everything else that okay happened before all right and what you remember in great detail okay but also in the meantime too i'm learning too that that it's not a you can buy a you can buy a woman there for what sexual fun oh oh, like a a prostitute right but but there was a way to get around the the law and the way you would do this is various women would come around that worked there and they were kind of like waitresses, but not really. And they would come sit next to you and they would ask you, Hey, can I sit here? Whatever. Hey, let's buy a bottle. Would you, would you want to buy a bottle of champagne or wine or something? And if you did that and it was like very expensive bottle, then it was, it was considered a date. And then they asked you to come upstairs. That's how they got around it. Did you do that? No. Oh, okay. Because it was like, let's, let's call it 100 bucks or whatever. whatever you, know, you know what I'm saying? That's how you got around it. Yeah. No, it, it, it makes so sense. So you yeah. pay for the bottle of wine. The place gets their cut, you know, and then this woman gets whatever she gets. And, and it's not, you're not paying for sex at that point. Fair enough. On the books, you're not paying for sex. But meanwhile, to get the pump primed. Right. You have, uh, you know, the middle-aged lady. Lady um, with this not so high dollar, you know, lighting and. Whatever. So there, and she's speaking in German, talking, saying stories, and trying to be funny, I guess. And I'm thinking, people are looking at me all the time. They're, t- they're taking double takes at me, you know, around our table, the people that I came with, because I want to know what I'm thinking of this show. And I'm probably, I don't know if it was the first time I was there or the second time. So I was either like 16. Oh my God. Or 17, or I was 20, or what? One, I fucking one of the love two. the Germans. Okay. I can't remember. So her end show, part the culmination of her, her end show was uh, she was uh, uh, naked or at least had like high heels on and was sitting uh, on a chair, like a stool, I think almost, with kind of a partial back to it and with her legs open, naked, naked everywhere. And you sound uncomfortable. You sound like a gay man describing a woman's genitalia because she's it was naked just, everywhere. You're so it wasn't sexy, folks. He's so uncomfortable when he tells the story. That's why awful. I brought it up. 
So <laughs> no, I get it. She, no, because it's there's there's good sexy and there's bad sexy, or no, there's good naked and bad naked. This right. was bad naked. I get it. So she inserts uh, strategically. <laughs> <laughs> so you know when you say naked woman and then the word insert. <laughs> You obviously know, and then you said strategically. Strategically, you had to, it's, what? It's careful because she's German, right? What, she's what, German. She's very, very efficient. Very, very efficient. This very is uh, how this. <laughs> so no, she puts this um, like set of overly sized artificial teeth in her hoo ha, so that when when so the teeth are facing outward, so that she keeps her legs open, and it looks like she's got a giant chunk of teeth. Like a mouth, yes, for her, for her pussy looking out. Don't you don't have to fucking say pussy. Don't fine. Hoo ha, hoo ha, vagine, right? Like entertainment center, lady bits, entertainment center. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so as if that's not bad enough, you know, oral hygiene is important. Oh, so, no. <laughs> so, so she had a large toothbrush. <laughs> Probably have two feet long, and her legs would be open. Oh she God, was, it's like a novelty toothbrush. She was brushing, yeah, brushing her teeth between her legs. Oh God, it's so funny. That Every was time my, I hear this story. That it's was so funny. my German vaudeville or whatever. It was a little above vaudeville, I would say, or below. A, oh God. <laughs> oh. Was it like Flight of the Bumblebee playing <laughs> in the background? It might as well have been. Was oh, it, it, which reminds me, of, which reminds me of Patton Oswalt. He's doing his thing when he says, "I've seen this show." You know, the guy in the back, and he's putting the suitcase. You know, the, com- the comedian or the uh, the uh, the uh, magician loading up his suitcase, like and an old Tom Waits. And the guys, yeah, and the guys trying to piece this together. Right, he's looking at the bartender laughing, and the uh, and they're thinking, "Because I've seen this bit before." And I think he said Germany. Didn't he say something like Germany before? Some kind of a weird. I, th- I think he did say art, something art, like that. artsy fartsy show. Yeah. Was a horrible magician on stage. What what else was the was the part of it that was really funny about that? I don't recall. Oh, this I need com- to rewatch this comedian, it. and he just sucks because they thought Pat Oswalt looked like a lesbian or something, or lesbian comedian, and the magician sucks, and the bartender over here is just laughing his ass off, you know. And then I've seen this before, you know. Those guys trying to anyway. <laughs> that was part of it. Like, wow, here I am learning how to build plastic airplanes. And part of the show, part of the break is my part of my learning and growing experience is to look at a woman with artificial teeth and, it, and brushing them with a big tooth. <laughs> like an oversized novelty toothbrush. Yes. And the teeth it's, were also. It's so fucking funny to me to try and picture this. Oh, she's also doing a ping pong ball out of the shooting them out of her. She head. did that? Yes. She actually did that? Yes. Did they fly? Oh, like, yeah. A number of feet. Did you catch one? No. They, was, they stayed, all stayed on the stage. I'm not sure if she oh. was firing them out in the audience or not. I can't remember that part. but I can't believe it's not. that. Your memory is so sharp about so many things. I'm surprised that that. I don't know. You know I feel like that's a, there's a, when it comes to high points in your life, that if is I, one of them. If I never saw this again, I'd be okay with it. Now I kind of want to see it because it, it's it it's good that they took you there just so you say you could do it right. know, that you could see it. Yeah. Now it's funny to me that the Germans they're so serious all the time, but when they cut loose, they really cut loose. Right, like with all the poop porn mm-hmm. and with your weird the poop porn the, the poop porn the with your with that there's tons of weird sex shops and they're just like not weird sex shops but 
you know, not that whatever you're into, you're into. I, I'm not going to fucking judge you. No, they just, they're, but they've been like that for 50 years. Yeah. Like there's been, like that's just a thing. On the, uh, here's another interesting little fact about, what's even more interesting, uh, actually, this is just in the same, next same village, but there was, a, you know, the Grombach, the Unter and Ober Grombach. We'll have to look that up and see what it is. But on the mountain right there in town was a little, uh, very narrow road. You could go up, and there's a neat church on top of the hill and a restaurant. It's really pretty up there. And, uh, but on the side of this road, I went up there with my bicycle a few times during summertime, and they had, like, strawberries for sale. Um, and... And there was no person there. So someone had a little small uh, strawberry patch or it was a farm local. I don't know what it was. But they had a very low table next to the ground with a bunch of strawberries and a tin of money. And like for a large one was this many marks and a small one was this many marks. And nobody there. Yeah. Nobody That's there. Honor system. That stuff yeah. still, that it still exists in yeah. this country. And I bought. Uh, oh, you can do that at some places? I did it on Friday. Okay. Like they're. Strawberries? Because like, it's a strawberry area. Maple. Right? Well, oh, not maple. with strawberries, ma- maple syrup. Okay. Just drove up into a driveway at a farmhouse on the side of the road, opened mm-hmm. up a cabinet, and it says, uh, and there's, it's completely unmarked, so you kind of have to know about it, mm-hmm. but you um, go up and you know, open up the cabinet on that's on the side of like a barn, and there's a little slot for money or checks, which they take checks, Wow. and there's various sizes of maple bottles of, of maple syrup, and you can you just do that. Wow. Um, there's also ro- dozens of roadside stands, like like probably I bet I saw two dozen in the ten days I was in Ohio or whatever mm-hmm. of these roadside stands where there's nobody. It's just out in front of a farm. It's just from someone's vegetable garden. Talk about low labor cost. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> leave the shit out there. Anyways, that was nice. the, really yeah. good strawberries. I'm telling you, these these weren't like hyper grown. You know, the California bullshit strawberries, mega and overinflated, non flavor. You know, strawberries. They were a lot smaller, and they taste like a... Here's what's weird, Joe, about these strawberries. They taste like a strawberry. <laughs> they taste like strawberry candy, like yes. strawberry flavor like stuff. Like they always have yep. up until not that long ago. Yes. Uh, the Fulton strawberries, that strain that right. are grown outside of Troy, Ohio, taste like that. Okay. Now, I've tasted other ones that are, that are uh, that, that, you know, they're elsewhere that, that taste like that. And they're not very big, you know, and they're but they they're so flavorful and they're they're like almost like a deeper red, mm-hmm. and you know uh, they just don't travel very well. So what at does all. Grombach mean in Germany? G R O M B A. I didn't I didn't look that up yet. Please look that up. Uh, I did find Untergrombach okay, well and Obergrombach. That's the two little towns where I hung out. And Brunschall, Bruxell, Bruxell. Oh, that's Bruxell. the town there where the no, show there's is. No, yeah, there's no N there. Okay, yeah. got it. Oh, I see this uh, long road you're talking about. It does look really cool. Nice and straight with the yeah the road between Brookshall and Untergrombach. Yep, yep, yep. And there's a nice sidewalk. There's a train tracks too that's there. Yes, there is. That used to go by all the time. Uh, you should look and see if that sex place is still there. Uh, that would be hilarious if it was still there. I think it'd be cool to do a cartoon casual episode there. <laughs> I could relive my my youth. Maybe that lady is still there. So Just what does, like so, what does Grump? She's r- ramped it up to baseballs. What does Grumbach mean? I don't know. Please look that up, and then we got to go. G-R-O-M-B-A. What does Grombach mean in English? I can't translate into English yet. Wow. Well, good. Hmm. Okay, AI. Just Google it. Just Google it. I don't know. I don't know. Grombach. Just go English to whatever, and you know, just G R O M B A 
C-H, I think. Hopefully it's Hill or Crest or Ridge. Because I always thought it was. Uh, it's not a, it's, no, it's a, it's just the name of the town. Oh. No, it really is. It's just, it's probably someone's last name. It doesn't mean. Because it Uther is have, under and over yeah. is over, obviously. So. Yeah, so there's, there's Grombach and there's, oh. oh. Cheers. It's also not in, uh, I. Another one. Cheers. I thought it was, that was in Bavaria, but it's not. Close. Yeah, it's Baden-Württemberg. But don't tell somebody from Baden-Württemberg that they're. Bavarian near the French border, they'll get fucking mad at you. Pretty close to the French border, isn't it? A little bit, yeah. It's near south of Frankfurt. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Paul, do you got anything else? Nope. I have me either. Paul's had too much tequila. No, there's no such thing as too much tequila. There's just a sufficient amount. I've had four shots plus four shots. Yep. All right. Thanks, folks. Have a good night. Good night. <laughs>